Ayo. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Okay. Uh, last time on Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and dragons. I said that. Dungeons and Dragons and Dragons and Dungeons. There we go. Oh God, what did we do? Um, oh my God, why can't I remember what we? Oh, we went to the Academy of the Seven Sages. Uh, we talked to the weird dragonborn who's the head of a magic academy but cannot use magic himself. Um, found out that we have a couple of like, what what were they called? It wasn't artifacts. It was um, we have special items from the gods. I think artifact is a good word. Yeah, we like have religion. Yeah, relic. I like relic. I like relic. We have several religious relics uh, amongst our party. Uh, Fathom got uncursed. There was a whole thing where we buried the skull, um, and then we almost got found out. And then we faked uh, in a taking a poop into a hole thirty feet up on a cliff, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and somehow got away with it thanks to honestly. It literally would have failed if it were not for uh, Christian's wheel and woe ability. It gave us exactly <laughs> what we needed. Um, <laughs> Sometimes uh, you gotta pee in unexplained places. <laughs> 30 feet up <laughs> on a cliffside. I hate that he fell for it because of... <laughs> the smell. Yeah, I hate that that's what got him. <laughs> what what did we do after that? I think we just kind of talked about the plan for a while. If you don't know what you did, you probably went shopping. That's usually the answer. <laughs> we didn't go shopping this time. But that's a fair assessment. We, did get you we got you uncursed and got a dragon egg. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot with the, the dragon, dragon egg. egg. <laughs> you forgot all of that. session. <laughs> That was last session. I thought it was the one before. <laughs> That's why this one's playing Dragonhood. Well, you know, I get around for a whole session. I've time. carried a bag made of elven flesh with a dead fish in it since session like fifteen. Yeah, I think we just ended the session talking about our plan for today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we opened, I believe, with you approaching um, the uh, the crowd in the Sapphire District. So you made your way through the gates, effectively. Is that where we opened, or did you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You made your way through the gates. Uh, the the group of you wearing your nice clothing, um, albeit looking a little uncomfortable in it. Uh, and with your uh, companions, Dafina and Calm Like Rain, you walk down a large um, kind of main path in the, the Sapphire District. You see ornate buildings on either side of you. This place is uh, expensive. That's the kind of the, uh, the sense you get walking through the streets. You see fancy uh, elves all around you, their hair done up, they're wearing very nice clothing, and they're all chatting. And it seems like everybody's funneling toward uh, the um, kind of this greenish building you see at the end here on the map. Are we on this? Are we on the right map? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, out of character, just to remind myself, 
our plan is to listen to what he has to say, the speech that he has to say, and then after the, like, finale or, like, the biggest part of the speech is kind of over, like, we get what they're going to do. Fathom turns me invisible. <clears throat> I have the dragon egg that's also invisible. And I cast go out... And... What? I cast Long Strider on you. Yeah, and you cast Long Strider on me. I go out into the crowd, get the attention of the dragon, being like, I got your egg, ha ha, little, little fuckers. Um... Once the dragons see me and they start trying to hopefully attack me, um, I get on horsey. I ride on horsey so I can get the destruction of the city with fire or acid or whatever they have. Um, hopefully escape somehow. Um, and if everything goes wrong, I go into the ethereal plane. Also, I break the dragon egg. Yeah, that's that's the plan. Okay. Just just for order of importance, you have to go out on the horse so I can turn you and the horse invisible. Okay. That I can do. Actually, and I if guess I, I could also cast Shield of Faith on you and give you plus two AC. Ooh, I'll, how long is Shield of Faith? Uh, ten minutes. Yeah, that would be awesome. I think I'm gonna I'll need it. It has a second level spell, so I can get you on the horse, too. Awesome. Make the horse go faster? Yeah. Jeffy, wouldn't you only need the horse since she's riding it? Oh, good point. What does the horse though? Do it on both if you can. I think that might actually. I think that's a good idea. What um does the spell do again? Uh, increases movement by ten feet for, and I'm gonna use the um uh sorcerer point or whatever. To double the length, so it'll be two hours. Awesome. Could you put it in the chat? Yeah. And then Shield Faith increases me by two, which I know, which is awesome. And you and the horse will be invisible for an hour. Um, and I would also like to know if it's possible or comfortable for me to have the egg in one arm and a shield in the other arm, and if I would have a secure grip on the egg. Uh, we can. Wait, what, what was that? Was that a question, or was that you stating that that's what you were doing? I would like to do that. I want to know if the egg is big enough, or, like, too big, I mean, for me to the, have it in one arm. The egg is roughly bowling ball-sized, so you could have... Okay. You, it's not as heavy as a bowling ball, but you could hold it in one. Like a rugby ball shape, kind of? Yeah, yeah, just a little, like that. Like have it. And, okay. if, yeah. and if need be, since you have uh, Daz's Pawafui, you can just, like, tie it around like a little baby carrier <laughs> all right game plan and we're in a little side alley um okay then i still have my horse around from the other day nice yeah creature hutch the creature it's good to know so I've got a hundred flying speed. Okay. Um, I'm going with that, right? What's a dragon now? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I'm going to move you over to this. Oh, oh so many little... Where are we? You're off to the right. Um, oh, and I've... 
Let oh, me see. Whoa. Are those all tokens? Um, now, I have a quick question um, for you DMs. Um, yeah. Do each and every one of these have HP? And if so, can we test them? <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you want to do. Just out of curiosity. Like, I was like, you know what? I want to actually hit this one. Like, can you just walk up and just start launching, like, guiding bolts into the crowd? That would really turn the crowd against the end. That would show them. How would the Loki universe? Like, he just blasts a random person? <laughs> Guys, they're real. <laughs> you, you do see uh, hundreds, if not thousands of people milling about in front of you. Oh, this is going to be fun. Huh. Let's see. Because Longstrider is not a concentration spell, which is beautiful. Well, if so, you have any other spells you want to hit me up with, I will accept. I'm just trying to think. Uh, I don't think I have any that will directly benefit. Um, At least not to my knowledge. Because... Yeah, I have nothing that directly benefits you. I know I'm not gonna do it today, but I really do want to kill another dragon. <laughs> oh yeah, never say never. Word to uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Brought to you by Justin Bieber and Jaden Smith. Yeah, there you go. What? I don't know. Oh, wow. you guys ever wonder how mirrors could be real if our eyes aren't real? Whoa. Mm. Mm. The children are screaming. They are. <laughs> <laughs> so as you are kind of loitering in this alleyway next to where the action's happening, um, can I... Well, actually, let's see. Who's standing closest to the edge of the alleyway? Fathom, is that you? Maybe. Do you see? Uh, that is me. Fathom, you see, as you're kind of zoning out from whatever they're talking about, looking at the, the crowd, as I would assume Fathom would do at some point. There's <laughs> too much conversation. Um, you notice a flash of light. Uh, and actually, you're, you have a vantage point you can see. There's a lightning bolt that strikes this stage at the front of the... Uh, um, at the front of the crowd, and a thunderous boom echoes through between all the buildings and the kind of chatter of the crowd is immediately ceased and everybody stares up at the stage where you see a um, an elven man. Uh, you can barely see him from this far away, but an elven man wearing uh, what looks like a set of purple kind of robes. And with an elven that, man. Yeah, I know. Surprising, right? Uh, with that, you can hear echoing through the uh, the streets. You also notice uh, after this uh, this boom and this lightning, a dragon lands on the building right above him. Uh, this same bronze dragon that you've seen glinting over the city uh, up to this point. Is he on the map? Like right here? Yeah, like right there. You can, like, he's, like, right there. And you pointed right at him. You can see the token. You, you can? In. 
that the oh, 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 that is a totem. It looked like it was blending in. It looked like a decoration. It's right here. Wait, that's the dragon? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Why is it so much smaller than I thought? Shh. No, it's huge. Don't say that. <laughs> you just I've came a dragon. <laughs> it's huge. What is that? My bad. Boolera. I think we'd be more careful if it was that big. Um, and with that, right shortly after this this boom, you hear a thunderous voice uh, echo through between the buildings and says, Ladies and gentlemen of Atros, esteemed members of the capital, city, the capital city's elite, today is a momentous occasion, for we're on the edge of a new era. As the leader of your elven nautical defense, I stand before you, humbled yet determined, to share my vision of unity and prosperity for our beloved land. Our arrival after hundred after a hundred years heralds the dawn of a golden age, a time of unparalleled peace and prosperity. This is the most peaceful era of Atros's history already, and we owe a debt of gratitude to the tireless efforts of the end. They've shielded our shores, guarded our borders, and ensured the safety of our people. But today, with the Serpent Vanguard by our side, we are set up to carve this legacy in stone. However, I understand if some of you are skeptical, if my words alone are not enough to convince you of the righteousness of our cause. I invite you to witness the undeniable truth that we have the gods on our side. Behold, the power and the approval of our Lord Malchus. And with that, you see him lift a staff up in the air and another lightning bolt strikes down into the staff. And with that, a uh, loud clap of thunder uh, kind of rains over the, um, the crowd and a cloud actually forms over top and begins to downpour on everybody. Just absolutely drenching everybody basically. After a few seconds of this, uh, he uh, swishes his wrist and um, everything ceases. And uh, he'll kind of give that a second. And shortly after the cloud disappears, the crowd uh, lets out in a thunderous applause. And everybody seems really into what just happened. <laughs> um, everybody's clapping and cheering. And he'll say, and that's not all. Eldath, the Lady of Peace, smiles upon our quest for harmony. And a divine messenger, and he'll kind of motion to the side, and you'll see um, a very bright-looking, a very light-looking creature, kind of far away uh, you guys are, but you can see that this, this seems like a very pale and very bright uh, color. Um, and... Uh, as they stand, step up to the stage, they'll step up to the front and extend wings off of their back. And these massive, like, eight-foot-long wings extend off of their back. And so he'll bring that out. And again, everybody recognize, you would recognize this as at least a caricature of an angel from how far you are, but it looks like an angel to you. Um, and again, everybody cheers. After the cheering dies down, he says, Malchus, Eldath, Ogma, 
All the gods themselves stand with us, united in their favor for the convergence of elves and dragons against the world. Together we possess the strength and wisdom to shape a better future. It is a cause that will usher in an era of prosperity, of innovation, and of unrivaled achievements for not just us, but the entire world. The convergence of our strengths will forge an unbreakable bond, transcending the barriers that have hindered progress for far, far too long. My friends, today I call upon you, the city's elite, to embrace this vision and lend us your support. Stand beside us, and together we shall navigate the seas of uncertainty and chart a course to a brighter horizon. So without further ado, meet the newest members of the Serpent Vanguard, Silvariel Lyrastra and her, <laughs> and her dragon Aurelius, and Elysia Zephyr with her dragon as well. And with that, you see um, a black dragon will descend uh, from the skies and land to the left of the stage. And off of it will hop a uh, person. And then a, re a smaller uh, red dragon will descend and another person will jump off of it. And you can see that people kind of start stepping up and like looking at and, and it seems like they're doing almost like a meet and greet up there now. Uh, what, yes, Daza, uh, did you have what, a question? What was the other dragon's name? And which dragon was not named? <laughs> uh, yeah, one second. <laughs> what was that first name again? <laughs> <laughs> I just, sometimes we write names and then you have to say them out loud and that's... It's much easier to, re to write them than to... to it feels like you all did this to yourself, you know? Silvario Lyrastra. That name generator Wait, that was a writer, though, right? All right, though. The, that Silvario Ly Lyrastra came with the Black Dragon, uh, oh. named Orinth. <laughs> and Is then... A good enough name for you? Elysia's <laughs> Zephyr came with the uh, Red Dragon named Virelis. Ooh. Putting that in the chat. Marshall, write this down. I did. I okay, sound, I already wrote it all, but I don't. That's I just don't name. know if I did it right. We don't need <laughs> it. Yeah, but with this naming convention, we might have saved this like dragon egg from like a terrible fate. Oh, your dad's name is Orinth. I'm so sorry. We're gonna take care of you now. <laughs> or mom. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Big assumptions. <laughs> I'm sure how dragons have babies. Look, all I'm saying is, is this is purely biological. Because that's how that works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll say, I'm the only parent here, so if y'all need me to explain it, I will. But <laughs> I need that. The I dragon, that. the dragons are the same, so obviously we're gay, accent. right, Dazza? Oh yeah, you're right. You got it. Do gay dragons have babies? Only gay gnomes. Gay, no, no, no. <laughs> only gay no, gay. It would only be gay dragons if they were the same color. It's red, so it's okay. All gays are gnomes, but not all gnomes are gay. Wait, no. 
All gnomes are gay, but not all gays are gnomes. There we go. There you go. Like, are all gays gnomes? That changes everything. You're a gnome. Hey. Cold Brain, also a gnome. Also a gnome. Is the speech over? Doesn't sound like they're saying anything else. Uh, is anyone is anyone is everyone focused like on the stage so what you see right now is you kind of see some people in line to go up and greet um the drag like the serpent vanguard and you see other people just kind of start milling about some people start heading seemingly leaving like they came for the speech and they were impressed but they don't feel the need to meet the dragon so it's kind of a mixture of things where everyone seems to have their own purpose going on. I'm going to tell Fathom to give me um, the egg, and um, as secretly as I can, I'm also going to do nightshade. I go to pull out the egg, and instead I pull out the red skull and hand it to you. Give me a stealth check. At disadvantage, because you put a giant hoist, a hort, black horse out that black just hoist. gives you energy. Hoist. You put the black horse out. Oh, okay. Alright, turn me invisible. <laughs> uh, yeah, level 3 invisibility. But you did give me the yeah, egg. Yeah, we throw that I in did chat. give you the egg. Wait, okay. I, I touched, um, I touched them both first with Long Strider. That's right. And I don't need a touch, I'm just saying Shield of Faith. <laughs> okay, so they have Long Strider. There is, uh, whatever, uh, Shield of Faith. There is a okay, guy level three just allows you to do a second person, right? Yes. Second creature. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Nightshade's there beside you, looking pretty small in the grand scheme of things. Let me find our peoples. All right. Um, with that, uh, can I just move Nightshade instead of both of us? Sure. Yeah. Okay. When, when I, I, yeah. I, I want to go for it. I just want to like before I turn them invisible. I want to go. I want to walk up and give Inna a big hug and give her bardic inspiration. Aww. So it's an extra D eight to add to an ability check at some point. At some point, okay. Mm -hmm. I'll try not to die. Is it within an hour? Correct. I believe so. Okay. I'll try not to die, and with that, I'm going to have Horsey um, fly about five feet above people's heads. Okay. Um, and I'll go to right there. Um, I'm gonna look at the dragons when I'm right here. Are they looking at me, or do they notice me yet? Um, give me a perception check. We should get out of the alleyway. Also, herds. I don't know if it does a whole lot. Her self check was at advantage, but doesn't pull off. Okay, that's uh good. Well, it was actually just at neutral because it was at disadvantage because it was before yeah. it was invisible. She was just popping a horse out, is what that self check was for. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, yeah, you're, like, scanning the crowd, and the only thing you really notice is that the people under you are like, it got really hot all of a sudden, right? Yeah. Like, like, that sun is faking my head. Is it because of the rain? As, like, everyone directly under Nightshade is confused by the intense heat above them. Yeah, Nightshade is on fire at all times. Um, <laughs> with that, I'm going to move to the dead center. And I'm going to raise the egg with one hand above me. And then notice and see if I get the dragon's attention. Yeah, give me uh, an insight check. Because you can definitely see the dragon better from here. Uh, meanwhile, what are you guys doing in that, over in that alleyway? Are y'all staying right there? 
I'm watching her. I th- I'm I th- not going. I'll, I'll be right. Um, I'll move myself actually. Yeah, move, hey, move yourself can... to where you could have made it within a reasonable, um, like within the time it took her to fly over. Only to be fair, only, that's a building. The blue lines represent buildings or trees. Oh, that's so... me. I was just moving okay, myself perfect. out of the way. Um, so the only one that can see them. So right. So how far do you think I could reasonably make it? Um, you could make it, uh, give yourself like a movement and a half to two movements in the time it took. I assume she's flying pretty slow and carefully and she waited for a second. So give yourself two full movements worth. I think we should get out of the uh, alleyway and try and like mingle with the crowd to not look suspicious. Like talk excitedly about the dragons and like try and make our way uh, closer. Yeah, death is in. He was like in stuff on top of his heavy armor. That was our. That's what we decided last session. So I was still in disguise. So yeah, I'm just gonna act like I'm patrolling. Good. Yeah, you guys. Fathom, are you staying in the alleyway with Calm Like Rain and Dafina and Mako or? No, I I would have uh, Calm Like Rain by the hand, and I would be like you know pretending to talk to him about the dragons and, like, pointing and whispering as we got closer. Um, yeah, can I get a deception check, please, Fathom, as you're just trying to act like you belong there? Dazith, give me a deception check at advantage or performance, or really just any check you think would be appropriate at advantage for your uniform. Lorel, are you attempting to hide it all? Or are you pretty... You sounds like you're pretty focused. 16, okay. Sounds like you're pretty focused on Inna, correct? Yeah. Uh, 17 deception. Um, 17 deception. Yeah, you and Mako are kind of, like, talking a little bit. There's, like, a a guy walking around selling, like, foam, like, dragon hats. And he's like, get your dragon hat. Buy your dragon hat here. Welcome to the, to the, the the speech. Get your dragon hat. Things like that. Someone better get me a dragon hat. Um, (laughs) and then, um, Inna, meanwhile, is they're kind of milling about acting, um, not suspicious, but probably suspiciously. Um, you see the black dragon's nose kind of like, it's hard to tell. It's still a distance away. There's a lot of people in front of you lined up. You don't know for sure, but you definitely see it noticeably smelling. Um, I'm going to go about 10 feet higher. I so see. I'm about 30, no, 20 feet, 25 above. Okay. Um, and I am going to go to right here. I'm going to move up as well. Yeah, feel free. You use another um, amount of your normal movement. Um, can I go and get a dragon hat while trying to keep Lorel in like line of sight? Yeah, he'll he'll sell it to you for like a, a, a like a silver. Okay. Home dragon hat, and he'll he'll keep trying to sell you on other things like glow sticks that are just seaweed. Um, <laughs> uh, and things like that. Like he's just gonna be like, ah, get your uh, your rattle, rattle to celebrate the the end of the rebellion, rattle, rattle at the rally or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's what he's gonna do. He's just trying to make a living. Okay. Um, yeah. As you get closer, it's uh, the the black dragon looks sniffing, and then for a second, just for a second, you swear it makes eye contact with you directly. That's what it feels like as his eyes are just kind of scanning over the crowd. When I do that, I'm going to just kind of say, like, at normal volume, do you want this? As I have it raised up. And then I'm going to start flying um, back. You just immediately start flying back? Yeah, so I'm going to start flying back into the crowd. Yeah, this thing immediately 
lifts off the ground and starts beelining for you. It a hundred percent heard you. Okay. Um, with its its perception check, and it's following you at a relatively like it's. I would say it goes about to the same level as you. Yeah. And it floats above the crowd, and the crowd's like in awe. This dragon just like um, wings spread, floating above the uh, the crowd. Everyone's like, "Wow, this is crazy!" Like this is so cool. They seem to think it's part of the show. Um, can I have a perception check from Do I get to move as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah you can move a little bit. Just go for the one move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god. I've got nine. Actually, I have a hundred feet now. It's pretty cool. So I can go up to there. Um, I'm still going to be raising it above me, trying to taunt the dragon. Damn, Larry. Sorry, one second. 25? Your boy is ready. <laughs> Good, because someone needs to watch it now. Oh, gosh. I'm already sweating. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm like halfway as nervous as I was for the job interview. Be it, man. Okay. No, it um, can't. And whatever, whatever it can't, it can't. Yeah, Lorel, you see as you're watching this fly away and this thing cruise down the, um, like Ooh. over the crowd. You also notice very distinctly. You notice, um, um, you notice uh, a very perplexed look on Malasar's face up on the podium. Uh, oh, yeah. He looks very confused as the dragon takes off over the. Uh, the crowd for sure, and then you catch the drag. Uh, you catch the dragon again, just beelining directly, not seemingly missing at all where Inna is traveling. Oh, and Inna, um, uh, Inna, you hear in your head all of a sudden, "Stop moving and release him." Oh shit! I forgot to do telepathy. Oh my god, that's a problem. Wait, 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 I can talk to it. I'm going to think. Come catch me. I'll burn this whole... No. Come catch me. Um, you're going to have to kill me if you want it back. Um, give me a intimidation check. I'm good at this Unless one. you're not trying to intimidate. No, I'm trying to intimidate the fuck out of it. Intimidate <laughs> a dragon. Okay. Um, and with that, I'm going to start moving again. Wait, yeah, wait for a second. Seeing how he reacts to your... Oh, my thing just picked me. One second. Seeing how he reacts to your intimidation. Um, I was running. He, he Lorella starts... Are you sprinting towards her a little bit? Yes. All right. Um, in a second, I'll let everyone take their, like, movement. Everyone else, you guys... All you guys see is this guy just flying over. Right now, you see the dragon flying over, just, like, cruising over the crowd. Um, my thing is popping back up. One second. I'm going to let my heart as soon as you say, uh, what, what, what did you say exactly? Again? Oh, you're gonna, uh, come get me. You're going to have to kill me if you want it back. Okay. As soon as you say that, um, as you're taking off um, again, um, yeah, a blast of, of um, this like yellow green um, sickly acid bursts from the mouth of the dragon directly behind you. Um, <laughs> Does it reach? Uh, 
Sorry, I was talking and thinking about something Brendan just said. Um, and uh, <laughs> see if it reaches. No, it does not. So this wow. cloud of acid floats in the air behind you as this kind of small bit of acid spray just starts floating down on the crowd and it continues zooming up behind you. Um, do I hear screams? Y- yeah, yeah. People don't like having acid fall on them. Um, and people <laughs> let out scream uh, acid falls on a small group of people in the crowd and they start running out of the way. They have some time. Most of them avoid it because the acid kind of floats as a, a cloud and goes slowly down kind of shot out in a straight line. If you think about like a dragon fire breath, right? Um, and uh, yeah, you definitely see, you notice some people like burning on the ground and such. Um, basically, uh, the people that got hit look done for but everyone else, a lot of people were able to dodge it in time and this thing continues cruising up behind you um yeah so your movement right now what is your movement 100 right yeah so you are keeping just a slight lead on it as you guys are flying it speeds up to start chasing you um but just me just like a general path that you fly yeah is what so... i'm gonna ask you for the the circles are trees or the fountain the squares are building the squares and rectangles are buildings okay um and it's gonna follow like behind me because that's yeah. what I want. Yeah, no, it is currently at this moment following you, and there is a slight bit of um, uh, delay behind it. Can I have a perception check from? Actually, what is the passive perception of oh, the is- the others of y'all, um, Dazif and? Um, so I make it to right here. Nine. I have a passive of seventeen, I believe. Not not you, Lorel. You are chasing after them, as you said. Mako's is, let me see, 16. I have a 17. And after, okay, so 16, 17, and 9? Was that 9? Is the other one? (laughs) 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 Wouldn't it be? Okay, and this is going to... Okay, cool. Um, That was not important. Don't worry about it. Don't, just don't think about it too much. Um, Let's know what it is. In in a um, yeah, you draw the path you're draw uh, going so, on. Yeah, and do you see that I drew more than 100 feet on accident? So that no, just in general for like assuming it's chasing you directly on for now. Um, just give me the path you would take through buildings, people, yeah. etc. Laurel, so, once she draws her path, I would love to see the path you would take trying to run after the. <laughs> um, I am very intrigued by that. I have a question. What's up? Can I try and? whip the crowd into a frenzy like after the dragon spews the acid and it starts raining yeah. on people can i run up to the like nearest person and just scream run the dragon's gone crazy yeah give me a performance check at advantage because there is acid floating slowly from the sky above a certain area of this <laughs> i think and yeah, das is also gonna kind of do that way but he's gonna act like a uh, first responder he's gonna be like push people get out get out go go uh, um but that that I take. 26 performance. Yeah, Daz, if I want to get your um, either performance or charisma check, whatever would be better for you. I'm trying to think of, like, in your guard uniform, what kind of motivation you would have. Will. What's up? Uh, I'll use a... Wait, did you say an advantage or no? Um, yeah, an advantage is fine. Yeah, you got a 12. Okay. Okay, Lorel, you're sprinting after. Did you just cast this? I I am going I am going to cast it and then move. So you I'm just gonna... cast it where like on this green block? 
Oh, no, that was me. I'm sorry. That was the acid area. Oh, yeah, perfect. Thank you. I'm going to cast it where I see as many people as possible. I'm going to try to start a riot. Okay, yeah. Um, what is the... Um, the spell save is a 15? Uh, 16, technically. Oh, okay. I'm going to get a couple rolls for the crowd, basically. Um... That one was a 19, so I think that's fine. And the next one was a 15 for the crowd. So for the most part, the crowd, as you notice, doesn't seem confused. They more seem terrified. Um, Your confusion didn't really change the emotion of what was going on. They, They had a lot of reason to be confused already, for sure. Wild that the crowd just blocked you. I didn't even give them any pluses. They just straight up rolled a 15 and a 19 on there. <laughs> yeah, nice. um, yeah, so Inna starts flying. The crowd is losing their mind and screaming. Is there acid kind of flowing from the dragon this whole time? No, no, it's not like just coming out in like a like continuous line. Um, it's noticeably as you fly. Um, are you... So flying at full speed. Yes. Yeah, or so, are you doing anything else? No, I'm flying at full speed. However, wherever I go in the middle and there's like a crowd, so like when I'm in, um, like when I come back and I go here or I come back and I do this, I'm going to go down into the crowd. So I'm basically about five feet above the ground flying between people to try and get the dragon to do the same. Yeah, when you do your first kind of loop back through the crowd, the dragon's staying at the same height that it was at before gets a little bit of an angle at you. Give me a, um, a deck save. Okay, this will be um, at advantage, for at sure. Advantage. At advantage on this. You are oh, still in this. Got it, you got it. This guy. 19. Yeah, that barely, you dodge it as a singes the hair on the back of Nightmare's tail. Um, and another burst of acid, and this is going to be right in this area right here. Um, B, will you put another block going like up <laughs> bottom yeah. right, top left in this area as more acid starts falling down? Um, can I have a, a deck save from the uh, the lot of you that are standing pretty near to where this, this burst is? Who, who would that be? The three yeah. of them. You, okay. Mako, I'm like Rain, Dafina. And I'm guessing that Anna doesn't know where y'all are compared to where everyone else is, so... Yeah, Anna, your, kind of your focus is on flying this horse. And yeah. after you kind of crowd, jump out of this crowd, fly back over, you go down one more time in this area, I'm guessing? Yes. Yeah, give me another deck save. Come on, you got it. Oh, actually, wait, let me see. Oh, you have to re-roll, don't you? Okay, cool. Yeah, give me a deck save. All right, and, um... <laughs> might add on my bardic inspiration. Do I get to choose that after? Yeah. Uh, yes, but before you know the result. So before you know if you've passed or not. Okay, you can yeah. roll it I'm going to use it again. Um, get a D8. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so deck saves real quick from the group. Oh, me too? 15. Uh, okay, one second. So 15 total? Yeah, that was for Mako. Mako did not do well. Cool. Yeah. Um, depending on if she is exactly right, um, I don't know how to paint, but directly, if she's close enough to me, if she somehow gets close enough to me, she gets a plus one. No, she did not. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I, she's don't, over, I don't know point. what point she is in that flight. There's this like, is, we're over here at this point where she's looped back around okay. again. 
Am I close um, enough to Daza for that plus one? <laughs> I don't think uh, so. Sure, why not? Okay, cool. 19. 19, okay. Um, and Lorel, you were running around, so I don't think you were in that area at this time. Okay, you definitely good. Um, so that's just Mako. Mako take 38 damage. Acid oh damage. What? Because of that failure. 38? Um, I'm sorry, did you guys think the acid damage was going to be tiny? <laughs> <laughs> that's my bad. On that's on me. Um, oh my gosh! Then, You're trying to fight these things. <laughs> Make you take thirty-eight, and then also I'm gonna just say, calm like rain passes. Give him half damage, and Jafina. Oh, no, let, me, oh let, me roll, let me roll. for him real quick. Home, calm like rain. <laughs> please sorry. don't, please yeah, don't yeah. kill my cat boyfriend. You too, literally like a tiny bit of acid drips on your shoe, but you're able to get out of the way for the most part. Uh, 38 for Dathina as well, and Calm Like Rain is, um, like, barely okay. His hair's standing up on end as he jumps back behind Fathom, um, at the last second. But Dathina and make We gotta quit with the cat, the cat jokes, man. You can't keep making those about him. Are they they that bad? Oh, no. (laughs) He is a person. Inna, as you push back, again, you're going down into the crowd, and you keep a, a pace in front of him where you feel like his acid breath couldn't get to you until you dip down into the crowd. Your angle changes, and he's staying up. So he has um, that line gets a little bit closer when he does that um, because it's taking you time to go down and stuff to get down to that level. Um, and because of that, he gets an, another breath at you, um, and that fails. You're, you're uh, 15. Yeah, you're going to take 36 acid damage. Um, and then Nightmare. Can I have a deck save from Nightmare as well? Man, I, that was exactly half. Oh, hold on. Do you want to rage or would that not? It, well, it doesn't affect no. anything. Oh. Not acid. Okay, don't give that face. You know that doesn't cut acid. I was being mean. <laughs> He passes. Uh, what do you roll? 17. Uh, 17 does not pass. Damn. I like the assumption quite a bit. Um, I said um, advantage. I was giving you guys advantage, you two advantage on it, so. Nice. Yeah, he's fine. 19 does pass. Um, so somewhere in there, if you're looking for the, the, the same. <laughs> um, point, you're looping back over this area. You shoot over a building, and as you're coming down here again, I'm you go going... into the crowd again? No, I'm not going to with... Um... My HP, I'm going to continue straight. Because I got that one, and that was my one. Yeah, you have, there's two full, like, just clouds of acid that have slowly settled over them. And you're still holding the A, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, so this thing zooms behind you. You're making your way. You make your way over the fountain. It's staying behind you. And it's actually slowly getting slightly further away from you um, during this process. But as uh, you are um, looping back around and everything, as you are over this building here... Popping out of nowhere, um, a red dragon flies up from behind the building. That's what your perception checks missed a little bit ago. Um, oh. You guys didn't see him take off as you guys were distracted by the chaos of the crowd. And can I have a deck oh. save for you real quick? <laughs> this thing blasts a burst of fire directly into the face of you and Nightmare. Yeah, so, oh. fire? Roll the deck save right now. I'm immune to fire. You're immune to fire? Yeah. Well, regardless, oh, what's your right for me? We can we can that's, get to that part. That's awesome. Yeah, you dodge it. What about nightmare? Um, it's resistance. It's not immunity. No. 
So well, on on nightmare, she gets immune. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at it. Confer oh. fire resistance. Oh, nightmare has immunity. Well, nightmare. Um. Okay. So. That doesn't sound right. Oh, yeah, it must be. Okay. So, you actually do manage to... Wait, on a... Yeah. Yeah, okay. So... Pause for a second. That seems wrong. Is that right? What, do you, what is oh, that? Oh, that's not good. The roll B, is that number correct? Because that uh, seems wrong. Don't smile. No, I'm like actually being serious on this one. I don't, that seems wrong. Let me see, I'll, I'll do some. I think that's right, but. Uh, uh, give me one second. Don't, yeah. don't say yet. Because we did get it from the roll 20, and sometimes those aren't correct. Oh, that's right. Okay, cool. Um, You're, uh, I assume, about. 25 feet above this building, and the building's like a, okay. a two, one story or two story time. building. Okay. Yeah, at this point, this fire basically, you fly directly into this burst of flame, um, and you get dealt um, half of 56 fire damage. So that's 28, but then you also have resistance, so another half. So you're going to take 14, 14 fire damage, and Nightshade just expertly, just honestly, flies straight through it, but this just blast of fire flies into your face. The Black Dragon, you actually have gained a decent amount of um, distance on him, but as you're blasting with fire, he's definitely still coming up behind you. Um, right. Real quick, Lorel, what are you doing sprinting around in this? The rest of you guys are, I assume, still... This has happened pretty quickly. You guys are kind of starting this this craze in the crowd, dodging your acid damage. Mako's looking a little rough. Um, yeah. So, it's, you know. Uh, Dafina and Calm Like Rain both sprinted behind that building over there. They both took cover yeah. after getting hit by acid. No, that's um, fair. And it and did Mako, fly directly over the party for some reason. I did, yeah, Mako, no. Mako's going to follow them as well. They're just going to kind of lean against the building. Cool. Laurel? I'm going to try... Mm. I'm going to try to cast Healing Word on Emma. Inna. <laughs> What's the range on Healing Word? Killing word. Let's see. That's a great question. I think sixty. Uh, I think it's sixty-two. Honestly, I would try to stay as close as possible. Like I was out. Why do my? When you got when she crossing over the fountain, you would have been within range of her. Okay. Cool. Oh so, yeah, throw it. But I guess that was before she. No, you took acid damage. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's see it. And that was right. the big. Fourteen or twelve or whatever is not much. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Fire damage is what you took last. I'm so nervous. Finding three dragons right now. Um, give me an insight check or perception check. Um, everyone, give me a perception check. Um, at disadvantage, everyone too, because you guys are all doing other things. Uh, eighteen. At disadvantage. Yeah, I rolled an eleven and a sixteen, and I have a plus seven. Nice. Okay. Um. So that's is that twelve total? Twelve. Yes. Yeah. And then give back twelve health. Um. And no need for a perception check, Laurel. You were definitely busy. Um, doing this. Okay. Thank you, Laurel. Um. Um. So I will say, Fathom, you specifically are the only one that saw this. Um. 
Yeah, Fathom, you saw this for sure, but no one else seems to. Fathom, you saw during this chaos is what happening, um, Malasar hop on the back of Arana and just take off um, the the bronze dragon, and you just saw them fly um, northeast of of where you are, just take off out of the um, the thing, and just fly completely away during this process. But you are also currently riling up the crowd, so there's not really time for you to react in this moment. Um, Anna, we're back to you now. This okay. dragon's behind you um, about... Uh, it should be about 80 feet or so more or less behind you at this when, point. If it's, like, directly on my path that I said I was going to travel, right? What? The dragon that yes. just flew fire at he's, me. He's on the map. Right? Yeah. 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 He, just so popped, he flew up from behind the building. So no one saw it earlier, but during when you were doing all your swoops around, he flew around. He, like, flew up and around and was yeah. waiting to try to cut and sneak. So I um, have to go past him if I want to... I mean, if you want to stay on the path directly. No. Yeah, so I'm going to leave the path. <laughs> um, and I... Should I draw a new path? Um, well, are you going to get back on the path or are you going to do something different now? No, I'm going to do something different. Yeah, draw a new path. Make it a different color if you could. Um, yeah. Let me do blue. So I'm going to be like, oh! And... Um... Knowing that the black dragon is still going to follow me, I'm going to go right through here um, and try and go kind of in the middle of the crowd. Um, and if I get to that point, I'm going to go 40 feet up in the air and throw the egg down. And when I throw the egg down, I'm going to follow the egg, like do nose dive down to go to the ground. Um, and it, it, Wait, let's wait yeah. for a half second. Yeah, so Anna, you guys, um, Lorel, you see this because you were running up behind. You cast the healing word as she flies past, and then you see her taking off. You're, like, feeling confident, right? She's getting away from this black dragon. The red dragon pops up and blasts a fireball directly into her face. But she flies out of it. She comes curving out of the side of it, flying over the fountain. It's a, such a shame no one can see this besides, like, Laurel with his glasses on. And she's <laughs> There's a black dragon on one side behind her, a red dragon on the other. They're both falling slightly behind as she's cruising there. Um, and then as she starts turning, she starts taking straight to the sky, right? She's heading literally, like, straight up. Um, like, she flies straight up in the air, stops, kind of turns the nose of... A nightshade. The dragons are actually like right behind her at this point. And as she just stops and throws the egg down behind her, these dragons come shooting right past her, confused about the stop. They start turning around as this egg just kind of flies through the air. And everyone, um, give me a perception check to see if you guys have seen this egg. Laurel, you see it for sure, but it's no longer invisible at this point. I'm as, invisible. And as soon as Inna releases the egg, the oh, egg okay. um, just comes into appearance and starts flying down. You had Dafina's, like, egg up in the air. <laughs> like, fully aware of the egg. Uh, 23. Uh, Mako is not. <laughs> um, 23, okay. Dazeth, Laurel. Laurel, no, sorry. Calm like rainy season. You guys have been waiting for this moment. Everyone knew to look to the sky to see if the egg was going to be coming flying from it. As this egg is just floating down Dazeth. Are you going to see the egg? I, I rolled. Oh, he did. Oh, yep, I see it. Yeah, Dad, you see the egg flying through the air, and it's going faster and faster and just smashes right here into the center 
of this area, and it just crushes everywhere. This kind of like yellow green mucus just kind of spreads across the ground, and egg shatters all um, around it. The people are disgusted. They're screaming. One person goes, it laid an egg on us? Like that, it's really confusing because that's really the least of their problems at this time. And Enna is just careening straight to the ground. Dragon's right on her tail. And um, Enna, you feel behind you, um, well, actually, you feel a breath of acid just flowing from behind you um, as you're flying straight down. Ethereal flame. Yeah, that's why I kind of figured that might be the choice at this point. (laughs) Lies on the crowd of people right here. These people here get completely obliterated by the sass. Not oh a chance dodge it. And it just I only Laurel sees this again. <laughs> and it just disappears from the very plane that you guys are on and leaving behind a shattered egg. The dragons careen to the ground. Um the red dragon continues flying around while the black dragon sits on the ground, lets out a roar. Um you see the um the, the trainer of that, the, the Serpent Vanguard member, sprinting over, trying to get it under control, trying to calm it down, um, and seemingly having a, a relatively difficult time doing so. After a while, he's able to kind of hop himself back up on the back of Orinth, and um, I would say after about um, 20 seconds of this thing just screaming, whipping his tail around, accidentally hitting people, breaking chairs, things like that in this courtyard... The red dragon sails off with a serpent vanguard member, and the black dragon does too. And they all kind of head off, um, heading um, the same way out of the city that, uh, or out of the area that um, Malasar had taken. The acid kind of starts settling around you. There's people begging you for help, Dazif. Um, Fuck them. Yeah, there's people begging you for help right now, Dazif. Um, Fathom, you're running around trying to make a, a, like people go like freak out about the dragons, but you really didn't need to. They are freaking out. Um, and then we'll come to you in a second. I don't know where I am. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, this is what's happening. It's just pure chaos in this area around you guys. Um, I think the drawings really kind of make it clear. Laurel, you're um, exhausted, um, basically, right now. Um, as you've been sprinting around in circles on yourself, casting spells into the crowd, going like this. Um, Fathom, you have, like, witnessed most of this. Like, where you just kind of saw these glimpses where you kind of assumed and it was at. Um, Mako's, like, in the corner, like, told for this this shit. (laughs) Um, Athena is, too. Like, I feel like... Mako will heal uh, both herself and Athena with a quick, uh, whatever that's, cure wounds. Yep, definitely. Yeah, and calm like rain just grabs your shoulders and is like, we did it, buddy. Kind of like that um, to you. <laughs> um, did it, buddy. But, Daz, if there's people begging for your assistance, like, there's people hurt here. You have to help. Yeah, or I'll just sit to be trying to, like, like, oh, make room, make room. Try to, like, funnel people. Like, if you can move, get out. Like, trying to funnel people out from the area. Yeah, is, um, oh, sorry. I'll also try to add to the thing. I'm like, I don't know, the dragons are going crazy. I'll try to add more to the confusion than the <laughs> Yeah, are any of you guys doing anything specific right now besides the general just kind of adding to the chaos of it all? Uh, I think I think Fathom would be going around uh, like kind of pretending to try and administer aid, but kind of like playing off that he can't really like do anything about it. Um, and just making comments to as many people as possible about how we shouldn't have trusted them. This was a mistake. Um, they'll do nothing but hurt us in the end. Uh, yeah. 
and I'll just do that for a while. Some good Samaritans even run up to you guys and ask if you guys were okay. Like, did the dragon acid hit you? Some people are, like, checking on Mako and um, uh, Dathina to make sure they're all right. Like, oh, my goodness, that was insane. Like, who knew that how dangerous dragons could be letting them just... <laughs> this is insane. Um, and I would do what you mean. Um, about five minutes pass, and Lorel, as you're kind of scanning the crowd with your invisibility goggles, you don't notice anything. Meanwhile, Anna, you kind of are just careening towards the ground. In your head, you're like, you are. You just kind of yell out, "Ethereal plane, ethereal plane, yeah. ethereal plane!" Yeah. To Nightshade as he zooms down, and all of a sudden, it goes dark, and your eyes open, and you are standing um, in this like dark black green swampy forest right there's these large like swamp trees like hanging over you kind of like think like dagobah in like uh Laura, or in like star wars you know where when <laughs> like your lego yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. dagobah is your like how did you remember the name of that nerd well, so i know how it knows the name of it <laughs> yeah, you never listened to Yoda and me? My dad is the biggest Star Wars nerd. I don't think he could tell us the name of that. Regardless. <laughs> oh, I could. Thank I you. Could. Thank you, guys. It's not a hard thing to know. Anyway, <laughs> you're sitting in um, the, this, like, swampy area, and as you're looking kind of around, as you're standing on this kind of, like, have you ever walked on, like, that, like, ground where it's so wet that it kind of just goes up and down with you? Yeah. You That's kind of what it feels like as you're standing here. You look up to the side and there's this like black like swamp river that's flowing through the woods and you just see nightshade sitting there licking the water um just kind of calmly just like drinking the water as you look further around there's like a giant red mushroom sitting there um that has like a door built into it and little windows kind of a little patio sitting outside with a little wooden like bench um and like a little nice candle sitting on it and it looks nice um, though yeah it looks really kind of delightful and all of a sudden, this, like, fling person, um, like, just kind of opens the door and walks out and just kind of looks at you and goes, uh, hi, uh, welcome to my plane. Oh, oh, I see. You have my horse now. Okay. My cool. horse. No, it's just, it's good to see Cassius is being taken care of. <laughs> I named him Horsey. Um, and laugh at my name, Dad. <laughs> He's like, Oh, I heard a joke recently. Here, let me tell you. Okay, how many? And can I have you make a wisdom saving throw? Oh my god, this is vicious mockery. Wisdoms. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. He, he says, um, <laughs> Zero out of 20? <laughs> <laughs> Said, how many swamp rats does it take to tie an ethereal knot? Seven. And he just starts cackling. And you're like, this makes no sense. Maybe it's like an ethereal plane joke. But then you start laughing. And you start laughing more to the point where you're like, you can't even stop laughing. This is somehow so hilarious to you. You just kind of drop to the ground, just laughing and laughing. You can't even move besides just the laughter that's coming out for you. And um, this dude walks over, whistling, just kind of walks over, reaches into your bag, um, and pulls out a small statue of a horse and goes, this was mine, Cassius is mine, and I would like it back now. And he goes over and hops on to Nightshade. You're just still cackling on the ground, cackling on the ground. He flies up into the air above you, 
Um, and then snaps his fingers, and you all of a sudden stop laughing. You're kind of like healed over. Your stomach hurts. And he goes, and bye. And you just disappear. And you find yourself standing in the fountain, um, kind of singed. Um, your stomach is hurting from laughter, and you find yourself back in the fountain inside the Sapphire District. He took horsey? Yeah, as you guys are all kind of sitting there cleaning up, you just kind of hear like a small and uh, <laughs> look over and see a very much not invisible uh, and uh, sitting there just in the water, just looking befuddled and her face is red. And she has this like weird smile um, that like very slowly fades to a frown as she gets over the just just hideous laughter that she has. Are those dragons faced. nearby? Um, you don't see any sign of the dragons. Oh, thank God. Uh, if Dad doesn't see this, he'll try to act like he's helping uh, civilians, and he'll just probably get in and like put her arm around his shoulder. He goes, "It's okay, it's okay. The dragons are gone," and like just try to carry her out like she's a. Her I'm civilian. not. I'm not gonna say anything. Um, I lost my best friend. Sorry. Gonna say. Dad just will put you down. Uh, just kidding. For good. <laughs> put me down. <laughs> oh, 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 I meant from carrying you, but if if I if I see in a uh, and Daza pick her up, I'll run over with a blanket and do that like kind of thing where I like try and cover her to you know not infect her wounds or whatever for safety, and I'll help him lead her out of the gate. I'm just gonna kind of follow them, trudge along. Like I'm very much fine HP wise, but I'm in shock and pain and exhaustion yeah um can i have one of you guys make me a stealth check at advantage just to just blend in with the crowd it's for the whole group i, I got this four. i have a nine. nine. Oh my god yeah i mean i'm only looking for i'm looking for more than a 10 so <laughs> I, don't roll a one twice i well okay i did roll a nat one but it's an advantage so i have a nat 20. <laughs> whoa okay. Yeah, you guys, no one's looking at you guys different. The only one that any even sticks out is honestly Dazzled all of a sudden because people keep asking him for, like, help with their, like, friend whose leg is just singed in acid now. Um, but for the most part, you guys are able to just slowly make your way out of the Sapphire District where everyone is just cramming onto boats, um, trying to get back to places. Um, honestly, you guys are at the point where it's so... Um, the buildings look damaged. Um, honestly, the buildings, the, are, damage. the buildings are pretty good. One of the tops of the roof, one roof was burned to a crisp when it blast, um, uh, when it blasted fire at you. Um, besides that, really, it's more people got injured. And definitely the, the nice tile floor that really just defines the Sapphire District is just, just messed up now from the, um, the acid. Really, in the end, you caused quite a bit of damage, but more so, you caused a, quite a bit of casualties to the point that people are terrified. People keep looking up to the sky, like quaking, oh, right? More casualties. Um, and people so. keep looking up and like looking afraid and stuff, um, but nobody can see a dragon flying in the sky. There's no sign of them um, above you at all. As you guys are able to make it back out. Um, and I assume y'all took uh, your rowboat over here, at least um, for the group that doesn't have um, the ability to swim. Um, uh, maybe the rowboat came and the rest of you guys swam or something. Well, we had our nice clothes. Oh, that's true. Maybe you guys all rowboated over here. It's a huge rowboat. Why not? Like one of those Titanic rowboats where they fit like 20 people on them. Maybe that's the rowboat. You want a Titanic rowboat? We could have just brought our whole ship. 
Uh, well, there's not a lot of dock space here, and y'all guys don't oh. really, y'all aren't the, the clientele that gets to park at the Sapphire District. However, there are small boats that are taking people to and from different sections of the city. Um, and after waiting kind of in line for a little bit, you guys are able to either get to your ship or get to one of the ferries. And uh, where do you guys head from here? What time of the day is it? It is um, about 9 p.m. at this point. It is nighttime. The sun is almost completely set. And is going to insist that we go back to the bar or the hiding spot. The pixies uh, or the place under the pixies pint. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, well, I think this would be a great time to take a quick five minute break. And then we'll come back after that. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to take Nova out. It might be a little bit more. Okay. Great um, job, Kara. It's, wait, wait, we can. you're muted. Oh. Oh. Great, great job, Kara. Yeah, let's, Thank you, I tried. Let's do 10 minutes, come back 25 after.
Hello. 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 McKaylee's back. McKaylee, hey, Brendan got you acid blasted. He did. I did. <clears throat> and then you healed. You went into cover and healed Dafina and yourself. Because he also got Dafina acid blasted. And calm like rain. <laughs> no, calm like rain dodged it. Yeah, but he still took half of the damage. That's so true. <laughs> I was considering turning you into an eagle and like flying, and then I was like, I that's not a mega move. I was like, she's gonna hang out here and then wait until something requires her action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me about superconductors. I don't know what the conductor is. I have no idea what a super it, it no, I was the right person to answer. I wasn't sure <laughs> you might know more than me about superconductors. You can make a real good battery with it, and you can make floating electric trains. That's what I know. Oh, I I saw that on Twitter earlier today. Mm-hmm. And people are freaking out, but it's just like a single article worries me that like it might not be like is it repeatable yet, or did they experience it once because of a flip? Pulpy sent me. What I think the superconductor stuff. That? First ever room temperature superconductor was produced, which normally temperatures near um, like zero uh, Kelvin, which is like negative two seventy three Celsius. Right. <laughs> apparently, not- apparently, it's supposed to be like, uh, isn't it like super cheap to replicate? And they're going mm-hmm. to be like testing it in other places. I think Friday. Yeah. Apparently, it it said it's supposed to be like. Uh, yeah, and it can be made with like super cheap equipment, apparently too. Something different. No, just something different. Today they found a, a Korean research group for the first, or po- uh, published a research for the first time about the first ever room temperature superconductor. Um, and was that from William and Mary in Virginia? That's where they did it. Oh, what Colby said was a Korean research group. It was a oh, Korean. Oh, the Twitter thread I saw said Korean, so I thought they were all Korean. Yeah, yeah so it was Korean, but at William and Mary. No, yeah, it, no, but basically, superconductors, um, they need to be working at like near zero um, Kelvin. Like, so, like, you need tons and tons of like liquid nitrogen or other things to keep them cold, which is not cost effective or energy efficient. But if you can get it at room temperature, you can have basically, it, it's like, um, like a really good conductor, right? So it's like a really, really good, you can make really good batteries with it and you can make really good um, magnets as well. So like electric trains in Japan, a lot of them run in superconductors where that's how they float above the uh, racks slightly. And so if we did that, you could do it at room temperature and that brings the cost down infinitely. So they figured out the way to do it. Potentially, potentially. That's what what they published on. They're supposed to try and replicate it uh, I think Friday is, if I remember what I read correctly, I think they're going to try and replicate it Friday. And if that goes well, then they might try and like mass produce within the week. Oh, I didn't like they, they were confident enough. They actually published the article, two different versions of it. One with six authors and one with three. It was apparently the yep. Nobel Prize can only go to three people, at most three people. I was going to say, imagine being those other three, but yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, not, it's not even published yet. It's on archive, which is like the preprint website. Oh, dang, so it's, like, coming on, like, next month or so, right? I mean, it doesn't 
you can submit to that at any time. Like, God. that's yeah, wild. I, no, I mean, that, that I could be really, that really huge. could be big. Yeah. Yeah. And also aliens. Also aliens. Yeah. Big day. Colby asked me to describe what a room temperature superconductor would mean in football terms. I said yes. a Cowboys quarterback that um, could still in a playoff. That's basically yeah. the thing. Normally needs super cold. The super cold is winning during the regular season. <laughs> Anywho, let's keep going. You guys, um, uh, the 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 host not going to drop you off in the brink by any means, but they'll bring you over to. Um, oh my god. I didn't think you were going to like them. The sour cream and onion seaweed puffs. Oh, she just spit it out completely. No. That sounds crazy. Why, why would you consider buying that? Try another Eat bite. Now. Maybe the second one's better. I'm going to try it. So, this is terrible. It's called Sea Monsters Seaweed Puffs. Oh, that's got to be terrible. That they didn't even try on the marketing. Oh, my God. Ew. It looks like a rabbit pellet. Use being nice. It tastes like a sour cream and onion chip with an aftertaste of seaweed. Not good. Not terrible. I hate that. That was one of the worst things I've eaten in a while. It tastes a little just like actually fishy. Um. Oh. Okay. This episode anyway. not sponsored by whatever the fuck those are. <laughs> sea monster. <laughs> also, there's a rainbow and I'll put it in the group chat. You guys ever think about the fact that you owe us money for branding? So now we're already <laughs> on track, but like the last campaign had Sea Monsters reference, but this one are very much sea based campaign. No, no okay, no so I, I have a question. What if the, uh, if everything goes well and the group ends up parting ways? Does Mako become a sea monster, and that's what we have to fight? <laughs> oh my goodness! Is that? <laughs> Nico's gonna be the sea monster back there. I think exactly. there was one reference to sea monsters in this campaign. I believe there's a sea monster reference on your list of leads from Firekeeper, but that's it. Oh. Monster in that lake next to the pub. Yeah, they bet on whether the sea monster would kill people, but it was like a little <laughs> monster. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Those are our, our little. Line Little, I think they're like CR ten, but no, they're huge. But oh, I have the seaweed after. I put down a parlay because I'm a fiend. Oh, dude, I, up, I put like eight five dollar bets in today. Um, like oh no, I put fifty dollars in bets on like five dollar bets, and I already won eight dollars. I'm real close to breaking even already on one on one bet. Anyway, oh, that's all it takes, man. That's all it takes. It was, yeah, I got a parlay that was three games at the first inning. There was a 0-0 score. Three baseball games. Got it. Nailed it. If you or somebody you know is uh, undergoing you guys, they wouldn't drop you off at the brink, but they'll actually bring you to this small dock here um, by the buck. That's one of the places they'll drop off, and you guys are able to walk towards the brink and head into the Pixie's Pint. When you're in there, you hear, um, uh, there's like, for the most part, it's kind of quiet. This bar is never very loud. It kind of seems like the people keep to themselves. But there is a man who's like a very old man who looks battered and bruised um, uh, and sitting in the corner. And he's just kind of like, like, drop, like uh, bouncing his fist on the table over and over again to a slight beat. And he's just going to the end of the end. 
to the end of the end, the, and just get quietly to himself over and over again. Um, besides that, you get some head down into the brink. Is he okay? Like, no, I'm does, gonna ignore him. Does he look like he was at the uh, the dragon thing, or does he just just look bad? He give me an insight check. Oh God, I'm well, not we don't those. tell if he's wearing nice clothes or not. He's definitely not in nice clothes. He's a in pretty raggedy clothes. Yeah, he's kind of like bouncing out. Um, yeah. uh, he doesn't look acid burned, um, but he does look pretty beat up overall. Oh, I don't but know. If... He gives you guys no attention when you come in. No one's paying him attention. He's just sitting in the corner kind of chanting that to himself uh, with a bottle of grog in front of him. If he's not paying attention... I'm, I want to go ahead and cast Major Image to kind of like cover up us going into the uh, into the barrel. <laughs> yeah, just in he case. Direction as you guys head down the barrel. I don't trust him. Um, but yeah, you guys make your way into the brink. Oh man, I'm not gonna move into that map. It takes so long. Uh-huh. Um, be if you want to go for it, but I don't want to. <laughs> to move them into the 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 hideout map, so it's just you have to drag oh, it. You're- um, no, but you guys get in there, and um, Plume is like the like the ladder when you come in. And he goes, "How did it go? Tell us, tell us all. Come on, well, come to the table and tell us." And then like zooms over to the table. Anna, once she gets in, is there a comfortable couch? Um, there's everything that's been in this map from the beginning. Oh my god, I forgot that we switched it. We just did because I was not going to. Um, I'm going. Oh my god, war no. crimes. Uh, rule. Oh, I'm wow. gonna lay down right there. That's kind of how it went. Like just on the bench, and it just plops on a bench. Um, but yeah, you guys, uh, Plume kind of uh, takes their place at the table and is like, "Tell me everything. What happened? What happened?" A lot of people are dead. The, the right people? I yes. lost Horsey. Not our fault. What do you mean you Not lost Horsey? A little halfling took it from me in the ethereal plane. You let that happen? And you let him? He 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 told me a joke and I couldn't stop laughing. I you did lost? really bad. You lost to a halfling? Yeah, I had just with escaped joke? three dragons. But then you lost to a halfling. With <laughs> joke. Yeah. Uh, he told me a joke and I just kept laughing and it felt like I failed some type of like save of some kind, yes. and then he took Horsey out, and then said, bye, bitch. Wait, real quick, I don't have a lot of context here. You both made it to and left the ethereal plane? Because I always pictured you more as, like, murder hobo type. And what type wrong. goes in the ethereal plane? Those with magic. Huh. How do we get there? How do we get back there? I don't know, can you plane shift? You know a portal to the ethereal plane? I'm gonna try and plane shit. There's a family of elves back in there, and they don't know. You know how to? Can I try? Yep. You fathom. You just see fathom going back and forth really quickly like this, and nothing happens. But overall, I think it went like really good. Um, I did get a little acid burned, um, a little fired. Um, but I did kill a lot of, like, rich people and the fire and the building and the acid. Wait, okay, take take it from, from the beginning. Yeah, okay, here, what, I got this. What do you have to say? Oh. Um, I'm gonna use my major image from earlier to kind of, like, create, like, a little video display of everything that mm-hmm. happened. 
Arcana check. Ooh, okay. Am I good at Arcana? I don't think so. Uh, or it could okay. be your, your bard. It can be your charisma. Because Arcana is so, more like history of magic and knowledge of magic. But So, like, add my charisma or, like, one of the charisma? Roll your charisma. Okay. Uh, let's use this die. Uh, 16. Is that yeah, you okay. do a decent job. You'll notice that Fathom just definitely adds some words that might not have been there during this major <laughs> image. But uh, Reed does the speech. Um, and he's like, like, at the end, Plume is like, wait, wait, wait. So he used a staff to blast lightning and rain from the sky? Yeah. He also wanted an angel? Yeah. I really don't know what the angel was for. And he also... He also mentioned Ogma, but I don't know if they actually have whatever the, the relic of Ogma. Oh, do you, did we tell him about the relics? He was trying too hard. What relic of Ogma? Don't worry about it. Uh, what relic? Wait, are there relics? Wait, so the other things. Oh, were those relics to Malchus and Eldath then? Was the angel a relic? This is relics of Baal. I'm going to hold up my thing. Yeah, I'm wearing, I'm wearing a relic to Tamora. And this is Bishaba. This didn't come up before, right? This is, no. this is odd. We don't tell people about it. We're not very evangelical. Oh, okay. You think the angel was like a relic? What is the wings could be a relic? What is that god? Like, what do they do? I don't know too much about gods. Eldath is the goddess of peace. Ogma's oh. knowledge, wisdom. If you guys have a question about the gods or any of their items, just go see Well, Well is like the foremost knowledge of that in Atros. We told Well about it. He said we made his entire life. Yeah, no big deal. Does Welt know about the angel and the uh, staff uh, and everything uh, else? Uh, oh, no. Yeah. No, we went, went, went there before. Oh, well, if you guys really are curious, go ask Well. Well could give insight, because if Valisar has magic items that, oh, sorry, religious relics that could be relevant, that, that's pretty important to know, right? No, I get yeah. that. Like, he had an angel, right? Was that real? Or was that just Fathom's weird description of a dude? <laughs> no, no, the angel was real, actually. It was there. It was there, thank you. How the, like, okay. My wife was definitely not there. Yeah, you all know how powerful angels are, right? Angels don't just come cruise around here, but... I don't know, actually. Oh, angels would fry you. One-on-one, -on -one, you versus an angel, fried. I think Anna could take an angel. Angel? Anna couldn't take a halfling. Oh, that's a good yes. point. That's crazy. Ooh. That is a good point. I'm embarrassed, <laughs> but I did survive three dragons. That is very true. And I broke the dragon egg that we found. Okay, so Do you know about the dragon egg? Yeah. Okay. So you guys have a dragon egg? Well, yeah, not we anymore. Had. I in smashed a, it. In a crushed it. You, you smashed a dragon egg. You had a dragon egg. You smashed a dragon egg. Dragon just acid blasted a bunch of people and burned down a building a little bit. Yeah. Yep. What was the general consensus of the crowd on on the dragon? They hated it. Like ah, I'm dying, acid. Oh, that's good. No, it, that's that's it, really what we were going for. There's also like a weird old guy upstairs, just kind of like chanting to himself, like the end of the end. Maybe that's dragon know? related. No, I don't. I don't know about that guy. It, it might just be a guy. Maybe maybe it's just a general motivated guy who's tired of the end. <laughs> seems suspicious. Okay, well, 
blast him with acid if you guys really want to. I don't. I don't care. <gasps> Mom, or can we live your best life? Hook Mako up with him if they're about the same age. That's funny. <laughs> <really. laughs> He's old. <laughs> she made. <laughs> what was that? Make a look with the crazy guy. You left your uh, this is out of out of context. You left your captain alone back in Pharaohs, so it's okay. She has someone to return to now. Oh my god! You guys, he didn't have a life in Pharaohs. He had a life back in in the Facaldies. Y'all just took him to Pharaohs and dropped him there. <laughs> That's fine. He's a grown man. He's he's an adult, right? Um, But yeah, so this is this all seems like really positive news. uh, Apart from your horsey, and general embarrassment. But besides that, that's pretty cool, right? All in all, it was a very successful mission. Surprisingly, so things don't normally go that well for us. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we we didn't lose anybody. Nobody got hurt, seriously. Everything went according to plan. It can't can't beat that. Horses. Well, besides horses, this is is really good, you guys. This is, this is, like, genuine progress. The, for months now, the people have been pretty okay with the dragon flying ahead. They're not after this. We're not going to see dragons flying overhead. So that's, that's huge. Real quick. Does this mean anything to you? I got this letter. Um, uh, Rived by Paper Bird. It just says, sending ship with crinklepuss and explosive wine and then a smiley face. Does that mean oh, anything yeah. to you guys? Because that just sounds like gibberish, right? Is it from someone? No, that means everything. Not signed. Just a smiley face after crinklepuss and explosive wine. Do yeah. you recognize the handwriting? Um, he'll pass it around and give me a history check. Everyone that wants to think they might do it. I feel like we know who sent the paper bird, but I forget. It has to be either fire, firekeeper, or uh, fisher of men, right? Rolling terrible. History. Ooh. Ooh, nine. Have okay. you got it yet? Um, and Lorel. The highest oh. has been a 13. You rolled from a 2 to a 13. Hey. Okay. Well, that's about the cool. You guys can't recognize the handwriting. However, you have only met two people thus far um, that are uh, that have shown you paper birds, and it did happen to be Baylar and Firekeeper. However, you can't recognize the handwriting. It's, it's too hard to tell. None of y'all are handwriting experts, except for Mako, like, kind of recently, like, nailed it. I'm pretty sure Firekeeper is the one that has Crinklepuss. So it was probably Firekeeper that sent this. So, a couple questions. Crinklepuss, not a name. That's just, those are sounds. That's what I'm Um, saying. A very sexual gnome. A very sexual gnome, okay. He slept with, like, everyone. Yeah. I'm gonna gonna side eye to Fina. (laughs) Okay. Um, <laughs> is uh, I, uh, Brendan, is Dafina blushing? Oh, yeah, for sure. Dafina's <laughs> blushing and kind of like looks down, and then she decides to stand up shortly after that and like look and <laughs> the wall. What's going on? Um, so I don't know what like most of this means. Also, explosive wine that doesn't mean a thing, right? 
Wine, but explosive. What are you confused about? Give me, like, scale of explosion for this wine. Well, we have little bottles of wine, which are, like, small, explosive, like a fireball. You know, oh. you ever met Slipper? We, like, we, we blew up bottle. two sloops with barrels of them. Yeah. Wait, this is good. Do you know what <laughs> needs to be mad exploded? The trap. <laughs> sure, but... The dragon? <laughs> the halfling um, that took in his no, horse. The halfling. Find your way back to the ethereal plane. You can figure out what you want to do with the halfling. But regardless, there's a 0% chance of ever gaining a successful rebellion in Atro's city unless people can come into Atro's city, and that gate makes it impossible. If we could blow up that gate, then our friends could actually sail in and seize the city. That's the only way. That's a good idea. You guys... Would it do that? Would, would this wine be capable of that? Yeah. yeah. If we had enough of it, and he's been working for a little bit now. Well, he's. this says there's a ship coming. Does he know where to go? It just says sending ship with crinkle post and explosive wine. And it came today? And there's a smiley face. We were here yesterday. When so did it, it come today? today? But it would have taken some time for the paper bird to travel here. So I imagine it's the ship is well on its way. Yeah, me and Mako can take care of that easily. So And Fathom. So you're saying if we get this explosive wine and you guys can blow up the gate? Yeah. Because if y'all can blow up the gate, as soon as that's blown up, we can send for word for um, Firekeeper and Baylar to gather the troops and start bringing people up. Yeah. Yeah. We easily blow up that gate. Well, dang. I don't know we about do easily, that. but we can definitely try. No, 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 no. That's actually nothing. Three eagles... Invisible. Each taking. Okay, we have to remember. Aren't there dragons that are patrolling the skies in this place? Unless they're gone. Well, okay. Point point of order. Malastar, the big guy, did ride off on his bronze dragon. I think he was separating himself from the scene before his dragon did anything. So we may still have to worry about that one. And also, well, with how the dragons are right now, to keep the public calm, they probably have to keep them contained for at least for a while. Yeah, we have Well, at the earliest, it's gonna. Paper birds can travel faster than a ship, but at the earliest, it'll still be a couple days until this. I'm not gonna say the name. Can we call him like KP or something? Does he have a name? It's Crinkle Plus. Okay, yeah, I mean. Just say it. What are you being weird about? Okay, yeah, no, fair enough. Well, I'm not At the earliest, it's gonna be a few days until. Crinklepuss shows up in the town. Um, so, I mean, there's there's not nothing you guys can do till then. I mean, y'all can figure out something to do with uh, this gate, or or if you, it's probably a good idea eventually to go talk to Welt again. Um, yeah, we'll do that tomorrow. In general, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't have another, like, defined thing for you guys to do in this moment, but, I mean, do you guys have any any, like, ideas on anything? It's getting late today. We could just just all drink and party to celebrate the rally. I think so, but where are the dragons being held? That's actually a great question. He flew no to the one... northeast. Malasar did. He flew the to northeast. the northeast, I'd imagine, uh, in headquarters. Because if we could trap them where well, the, they... The end headquarters is pretty much due east of the Sapphire District. But that's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Or, but I mean, like, or, I mean, it was a kind of, like, east or east northeast from like we're in the the place at the bottom right where this was 
Um, sorry, I, uh, can you, did you ping? Can you ping again? Oh, yeah, yeah, this, this is where we were, right? Yeah, you were right there. Um, you know, cardinal directions don't change based off how you're facing, right? Yeah, they do. Nope. No, but, but relative, like, if you head farther south, what was east? Oh, sorry. I wasn't saying northeast, like, in perspective of the map. I was saying, like, genuinely northeast based off the sun. Wait, is, isn't this, wait, is this not set, uh, north? No, this, 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 this is still kind of northeast. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, no, that's very fair. Yeah, basically, yeah, that's the direction you saw him flying off. Um, but yeah, he's like, yeah, I mean, um, if you guys find where those dragons are and do something to take care of that, that'd be great. Um, I really do doubt we'll see them out and about for a while, but they're definitely still a threat as long as they're in the city. What about... I'm not gonna um, lie to you. I don't think there's much we can do, but you know. What about see. trying to spread the word of a rebellion secretly, like getting a rebellion more to the top in the city? Ooh. You think that's more possible now? You think people are more open to it? I think they'd be more open to it than they've been in a long time, for sure. I think we have to take advantage of that. Um, I mean, it's gonna take a. Uh, it won't take long for word to spread, I imagine, but about what had happened. I mean, people, I'm sure, will notice the lack of dragon, and I'm sure the people who left the Sapphire District will have stories to tell everyone they see. What if we got some type of printing press done um, where we just kind of put out flyers of... Um, um, a printing what? <laughs> How do people make flyers these days? <laughs> Writing. I'm sure we can take components of like the pianos we've seen and turn that into a printing press. <laughs> what is this printing press? You put <laughs> um. What if we? Oh, oh, I know. Um, the monks, the monks of uh, Trollia have apparently some really intri- uh, like intricate new writing instruments. Is it, would it be something like that? Uh, maybe. But what uh, if we made flyers and basically it was just like. Get the dragons out. They're no longer safe. I'm gonna spread the word. <laughs> I, I, I don't I think like the flyers would have... This is the only D&D you know? party that thinks that making flyers mm-hmm. is a really worthwhile quest, I think. <laughs> I, I, I think that people's opinions are kind of set seeing their neighbors and loved ones melted. By yeah. I, okay. I don't think I don't think a um, brochure is going to help. We well, were any of the middle to lower class people there? Us. Just upper. You guys saw, um, like Brendan said, uh, about a couple thousand people, maybe, kind of scattered there. It's fair to assume some middle class people were granted access. This was like a nice event. Like some people might have dressed up and made their way in. Um, there's definitely more people than live in the Sapphire District alone there. If we made flyers, they would just be for the people who weren't there who aren't in those networks. Yeah, but it seems like y'all don't want to make flyers. (laughs) We could start a smear campaign through word of mouth and just go to bars, get plastered and shit on the dragons. That seems dangerous because I'm recognizable. Oh, yeah, your face is everywhere, everywhere. At first, it was just, like, everywhere, kind of, but there's, like, like, you can go, like, on a post and there will be, like, three of your face. Next post, two of them. It's wild. 
They want me dead. And for good reason. Did you see what I did today? You didn't. No. No, no I've been here waiting. Did, did you hear what I did today? I mean, yeah, you guys told me the story already, but if you want to say it again, I suppose. <laughs> and a half dragons. And I survived. Also lost a horse. It sounded from the story like it was just two and one of them left, but not here to... <laughs> Two and a half sounds really cool, though. That's really, that's intense, because two wouldn't be that cool for some reason. Embellishment makes for great stories, Plume. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I'm I'm not one to embellish. I am, but regardless. What about that person? And I'm talking about the person that's in the corner that just cries a lot. The wet hands guy. Valen's in timeout currently, so we're not going to bring them up. (laughs) Were they already in timeout when we left? They, they left it for seconds before they decided to make their problems everyone else's again. <laughs> but, you know what? If you guys want Thalen to calm down, buy him a cat. He lost his cat. He doesn't know where it is. Frankly, there's been a lot of dragons flying around. I'm pretty sure that cat is gone. Out of character, do we give him calm like rain? Stop. <laughs> Out of character, do we give him calm like rain? <laughs> Yes. Is there a pet store in uh, Atros? I assume there is. Yeah. I, <laughs> um. What was? What's it called? Isn't it? Yeah. Pedro Pet Scals. Wait, I love that. <laughs> Up in Radiant Heights. It's not Fets Pets. No, it's not Fets Pets. It's is Pedro Pet Scals. That's that's a good name. I good like name. It. That's a good name. Thank you. I was pretty proud of that one. Oh, here I'll. Uh, we can label it on the map now because. Where is it? Right here. Who? Pedro Pet Scales. Yeah. I'm not suggesting that is how you spend your time. I'm just saying that might get Thalen to calm down for like 20 minutes. I mean. <laughs> um. Besides that, though, like I do think it might be worth running um into Welt at some point and sharing that information, but. We probably have a couple of days before um, there's anything else we can do specifically. We're really going to need explosives if we want to take out that uh, gate. But in, in that time, enjoy Atros. Don't get arrested. Um, and uh, Thalen, can you handle getting um, shot glasses in a bottle? Or is that going to be too much for you? And he's going to get up and quickly, like... Kind of like the most awkward way he possibly could have done it. Like walk over and grab the bottle and then like try to hang on to it under his arm and then grab shot glasses. And he's gonna he's gonna definitely drop a few shot glasses on the way, but he'll come with three shot glasses and a bottle. Um, so embarrassing. That's fine. Valen, Valen, um, can you please ask Valen to get the rest of them? Uh, I'll just I'm just it's gonna be easier for everybody if I just get them. <laughs> Um, and after a time, <laughs> way longer than it should have taken, uh, Plume fills the glasses up and says, uh, to the end of the end, or as the old pe- crazy people up above us say, apparently, to the end of the end, right? And he, like, shoots it back and then, like, looks at you guys for... End of the end! I shoot mine back and immediately reach for Enna's. <laughs> um, no, this is mine, and I'm... <laughs> And I'm going to immediately take it back and continue drinking. I think I threw... Yeah, and and Plume will just keep filling y'all's glasses, and you spend the next um, several hours um, drinking as a group. Not everyone is required to. Is anyone not, just out of curiosity? 
won't. He doesn't no. trust everybody. <laughs> I'm going to drink an obscene amount. I'm going to yeah, take and- Dazzits. <laughs> You guys absolutely party for the evening as a group, as Dazith, um, I think, commiserates with uh, Phelan a little bit um, throughout the evening and really just pokes fun at you guys and encourages you guys to do stupid things. Um, <laughs> at one point, he convinces Calm Like Rain he can definitely do a backflip off one of the tables, and Calm Like Rain cannot do a backflip off one of the tables. Um, and uh, after a while, you guys all just kind of find places to lay about the brink hideout and sleep the night away. And you wake up the next morning, and Brendan will tell you what happens. Yeah, Brendan! Yeah. Thanks. 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 <laughs> uh, can I get a uh, constitution save from uh, Inna, Fathom, Laurel, and Mako, were you drinking? Uh, yeah. Did it go? I used the wrong dice. I got a three. Oh, and I got a nine. Okay, okay. Laurel's fine. The con save. <sighs> yeah, you guys are gonna have uh, minus two to your uh, dexterity saves today, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, minus two to dexterity saves and a disadvantage on your first couple charisma checks that you make today. Oh my goodness, okay. <laughs> Gosh. All right, you wake up on the uh, boat. You somehow managed to get back there, uh, likely from Dazith and Mako making sure that that happened, but <laughs> who knows, really. Could have been the gods. Um, yeah, what are you up to today? I think the first thing we should do is go to Welp. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to ask him about the angel, and we also need to see if he knows anything about the uh, thing of Ogma, because they mentioned Ogma, but we weren't able to verify if they had uh, the relic of Ogma. Because if they don't, we might. Oh, no, Ogma's on a different continent or a different uh, landmass. But it would be good to know what it does, just in case. Yep. All right. All right. You can make your way through the familiar um, path that you've taken before to the Academy of the Seven Sages. And actually, a quick question. Are you guys walking over there, or are you going to take the ship and dock it somewhere over there? How far is the walk? Like, is it a long walk? You can measure it on the map. Is pretty far. Yeah, that's pretty far. No, we're on the uh, we're on the ship on the docks. Let's take the ship then. It's like a mile. Yeah, that's, that's not too bad. I have the horse. Like, if y'all are that hungover, like <laughs> I can throw something on the horse. I didn't lose my horse to a halfling. Hey, I'm just gonna look like she's about to hit you. <laughs> Which might lead to the god of death. Let's just take the worst so there's fewer people that can see Anna. She's not going to be able to talk the way out of it. No, not at all. No. <laughs> I'll take the horse and I still have the self cloak on. Did I say horse? What? Did I say ship or horse? I don't know. You, you said horse. <laughs> <laughs> 
longer conversation. You will take the ship. Sorry, I've been in the sun all day. I'm done. <laughs> so you take you take the ship over and you park it and you take the little rowboat or you swim if you would like. Uh, on this very short journey, um, Fathom and Anna take multiple chances to throw up over the side. Um, <laughs> but by the time you get over there, you feel equally shitty. Nice. <laughs> I'm gonna high five. And you. <laughs> do it, and I'll throw up again. <laughs> uh, Daza. Yes. Can you cure me? No oh, cure me. Uh, he'll he'll, he'll around five, lay on hands to everyone who needs it. Yeah, you you feel a little better, maybe a little luckier too. Does does that get rid of the other stuff? Yeah, it, it does. Okay, <laughs> just just making sure. Can just do that just for five HP. Perfect. That. That's a lot. Yeah, he made you vomit a few times on your way over before. I know, you no, no, we're kind of rude. long rest for everyone that got injured and lost spells, by the way, too. I did get injured. Oh, you have to I did lose spells. Wait. I just Horse realized my, I should have been upping my uh, lay on hands for quite a while. It's supposed to be five times my paladin level. I haven't upped it since <laughs> I made Daza. What? That's so bad. We started at no, five. We've gone up like three or four levels. Yeah, I go from twenty-five to forty. Oh my god! <laughs> I had so much more healing to do. <laughs> That's literally Fathom's like full HP. Yeah, so I, I I have a Fathom in my hand. <laughs> I don't like that. You know the thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, even though I healed probably three y'all, I have just as much of, as I've had the rest of the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, um, if we're sailing past the Sapphire District, can we try and, like, assess what's going on from a distance? Like, is there anyone, like, does it look empty from what we can see just passing? Uh, give me a perception check, Fathom. Come on, plus seven. I'm not going to use that die again. Okay, 21. As you're leaned over throwing up, you notice the docks are fairly empty, but it seems like there are maybe more uh, working class and, like, end members uh, that are kind of marching up the steps into the uh, into the Sapphire District. Okay, cool. Makes sense. Is that one guy's ship still there, the one that lent us the clothes? Or, yeah, no, okay. Hopefully he's okay. Yeah, so you make your way over and you park the ship somewhere around uh, here and take the rowboat to shore. Uh, you make your way up the steps into the grounds of the Academy of the Seven Sages and to the office that you remember, uh, Welt. As you walk up to this nice, ornate door, you see a, an elderly uh, sea elf man that's like comparable age to um, Mako, who is walking out of the room uh, and he's like pulling up his pants and putting on his clothes and he's like looking down when he like looks up and sees you and he'll just <clears throat> top of the morning and then he'll kind of keep walking and try to like hurry away from you. That was weird. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I'm gonna yell freak after him. 
Why am I a freak? Only two, thank you. Just for reference, Michaeli and or Mako and Anna both just asked that exact same question. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you both, but they asked it at the same time. Oh no. <laughs> I've, I've become predictable. I think yeah. like, people forget that how I think you guys as a party sometimes forget the vibe that Fathom gives off. But like I tr we try to remind you with NPCs all the time that Fathom is just coming off this disgusting like Crazy evil violence. vampire from the sea vibes. <laughs> and you guys have rolled past it for most of the campaign. I mean, look it up. You know, I get it. I mean, we all know what Anna looks like. Do I need to pull the wand? Don't poster? Pull the poster. I forget. No, I won't pull it up. Y'all have it. Don't My worry. arms are bigger than that. Y'all can look at it. <laughs> Don't do it. I feel like you're about to do it. She is with the arms. Arms. <laughs> <laughs> They're tiny. She's got big arms. All right. Are you guys gonna go in or just kind of hang out outside? Or, I mean, it's up to you. Um. Wait. We're at the. Um, Welt's place? Yeah. Yeah, no, we're going in. I'm gonna go in. Is the receptionist there? Uh, it's- no, the receptionist is not there right now. Um, I'm just gonna walk up to where I know Welt's door is. Yeah, the place is empty right now. Um, maybe a school holiday? Or maybe something to do with the uh, dragons that decided to burn a- Shit, ton of citizens. They before was really. It's hard to tell. Fathom, do you want to yell for Welt? Not really. The, the door is cracked open when you guys get up to it. I push oh. it open. Yeah, you guys walk in. You see Welt like, like full clawed dragonborn feet up on the table, um, like smoking a cigarette. And as the door opens, back for seconds. Oh. <laughs> Hello, um, let me just put that out. Uh, welcome! Is he clothed? Yeah, yeah, he's he's in like a robe, like a nice silk robe. Um, uh, allow me to compose myself. Um, you did say that you take different lovers every night. I don't think I ever said that. That would be weird for me to bring up to you as a group. Um, however, my uh, my renown is uh, clearly clearly famous about if that word has made it to you. And then he like winks at Inna, and then he turns and winks at Dazith. <laughs> That's when he just show the, his wedding ring and back up. Yeah, he just reaches out and just brushes Lorel's shoulder. Um, okay. Anyway, um. It just kind of shoves the cigarette up. Last night was a bit of a raucous event, was it not? What? Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh. No, I was. I. I. Were you all not there? Were you not in the Sapphire District? It was. Oh, it was chaotic. There was. There was eggs falling from the sky and acid raining down from above. Um. What do you think of it? No, I couldn't care much of any of that. Did you see? Malisar and, and the items he carried. 
yeah. the staff of Malchus himself. And he, like, flips through books. I spent all night reading, and I was so exhausted. You spent all that... night reading? Yes, I, I did What spend... about your lover that just walked out the door? It came about, uh, about 8 a.m., maybe 9. Just, just... Why so early? Right? Well, I'm busy, man. You got a schedule. Frankly, it was late to me. I was actually about to lay down for a quick siesta before I continued to read before you arrived. And you said he had a sex siesta. <laughs> So no. Malister has the staff of what? Uh, Malister <laughs> has the staff of Malchus. This, the device that he was using to control the weather, that's pretty much what it does. It can call about storms in a small area, but um, really concentrated ones. And he was just showing off a small bit of it last night. That lightning can be quite dangerous, according to this uh, this journal. Additionally, um, of even more interest was the angel that was there. I was up front and center, and I faced off my readings. There's no way that wasn't an angel. Um, like a, a literal angel? Yes, he looked a bit ill, um, I, I would say, but that was, in fact, an angel. What does an angel do? Well, they do about the same as us. They just do it in a much better place than we do. Have you heard of Elysium? Heaven? A, a bit a bit of that. Um, that's kind of different planes that different people go to. They speak of planes for warriors and planes for cowards. Elysium is where the best must go. Well, I've, I've Those been to the warrior plane. Peace. Do you know about the ethereal plane? Ethereal plane? The ethereal plane? Yeah. Yes. So it seems to be an interesting place. There's demons and, and others, uh, fade creature that make the, their home. A halfling took my horse. I don't know what to do with that information, but thank you. Do you have any cool artifacts or items from there? No, I came back with less items. <laughs> I'm going to talk to the others again. <laughs> <laughs> but this angel, I, I, it was, I, it looks, um, uh, almost in a daze. Uh, I'm sure you all caught that too, of course, uh, if you were at this rally. You must have been as interested in, in, in the magic that I was there as well. Um, so you notice then the, the thin crown that, that Malisar wore upon his head. Uh, no, no. no. Mm, we're not kind of away. Not I was. Well, I was. My eyes were drawn to it as it shined to me almost in its simplicity. It was just a, a simple silver band about it, and so of course I got to read an angel silver band. Uh, Eldath, of course. And I read this book on Eldath, and, and it seems to be this this halo, this, this angelic halo that is known to potentially give you power over angels in some way, to give you this kind of somewhat control, a charming effect on the angels. Mm. So, I think to myself, the angel. Um, as I read further and further, and I think to myself, um, Malisar, Eldath, angels, dragons, where's... The connection, what does it all mean, right? What is what what could that possibly do, right? And I had nothing. And then I read some more. Because every answer is within a book. And if it's not, it's just within a book that has not been written yet. And he just keeps like throwing through books and books. And he goes, I should write that down. And he writes it down in a little notebook, closes it, puts it away. Pulls out another book. There's one mention way back in the text. Way, 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 a long, long time. Um, that this ancient connection between dragons and angels. Yes, you've all read about this, of course, at some point in your life, I imagine. No. This, this ancient book on Eldath, just called Eldath the First. I'm sure what the title means to anything. Um, 
but it talked of a, a loose connection in a way, a meeting, some ancient meeting between angels and first dragons. See, the text just said that they spoke through a mirror, right? Where the angels of Elysium talked in uh, poetic language uh, to the dragons of Derazil. Now, I don't understand what any of that can mean, but maybe it could mean something more. Is it, There has to be a connection here, no? But, alas, that's as far as I've gotten in my readings. So, sorry, what brings you here? I just got so excited by the whole event last night. Um, I'm so up on some amped energy this morning as well, as you can imagine. So you think because Malasar has the crown that he got some god's temple, he's able to control the dragons better? I think that there is some connection between the, the angels, which clearly came from Elysium, and, and at least one text that says about some communication between angels and dragons. I don't think this is a coincidence. Malasar is a scholar before anything else. He took the time to read and to learn. I don't think anything he's doing is random. I think it all has purpose. Why did he choose the items that he has and chose to show? When there's the items that you all have that was existing at other locations, why did he preference those that he has? So if we can break a crown from his head and put it on one of our heads, or just take it off his head, we might have some control of dragons. Same if or we take the staff. Yeah. Well, no, the staff just changes the weather. So is the mirror the artifact for Eldap? Well, I have to assume the halo is. I'm, I doubt this mirror is a literal mirror. It sounded more um, metaphorical or poetic in the way it was written. I think of this mirror could potentially be some connection, right? Um, connection that you would need to be... He spoke of Ogma last night, did he not? Yeah. Briefly. Do you remember our conversation about the, the, the artifact, the relic of Ogma? No. <laughs> Probably irrelevant then, I suppose. No, tell us. <laughs> oh, if you insist, allow me to grab my other book. And he pulls out this big book on Ogma. <laughs> the Prism of Convergence. Right? This idea that it can connect planes of existence where the fabric is just a little bit thinner. Maybe that has something to do with this theoretical mirror between. Maybe he took that to mean that there is some thinner connection between Elysium and, um, I guess, Derazil with the dragon's lie. And with that mirror, I can make it back into the ethereal plane, ethereal plane, and I can get horsey back. I think you're really missing the key points here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what your purpose really is here. Again, mirror poetic. The prism may exist, as all your other items do. This prism may be literal. And if you found the correct place on Earth, then very much you could use this prism to travel into the ethereal plane. You would just have to find where that connection is weaker. I'm sure if you read enough of these books, you might find mention to some talk of a, a plane of existence between um, the ethereal and, and closer to here. Would you like to read many of these books? I'm going to make a gagging motion. Uh, and make a flyer. Reading and making flyers all together now. Reading and making flyers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that would mean that somewhere, and it would have to be relatively nearby, I imagine, if it's connected to Eldath in some way, there would need to be a path into Elysium, no? How would he have gotten these angels here? 
where would this path to Elysium even be? On our map, uh, this is the Atros is where the uh, Eldath thing was, right? Uh, on the the big map, correct? Yeah. Yeah, we can move that. Uh, I'll move you to that map real quick. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, perfect. You have you can pull out your map, right? That you guys have. This is Lorel's been carrying this the yeah for quite some time with his labels on it and everything. Okay, because if that's here and there are caves below the Sapphire District, where we've learned that that's possibly where uh, the um, like the first elves uh, came to be, um, we we could we could check the cave systems underneath the Sapphire District. I think your history might be a bit flawed. The elves came out of the Faculties. It was the High Elves that first moved to Atro City and settled here upon the islands off the coast of uh, Amenathalor before slowly moving inland. That's what I said. (laughs) (laughs) I must have uh, misheard. Excuse me. I didn't mean to um, um, dragon splain the the whole topic of history to you. You're not mansplain. Um, more of a day splain. Wow, Anna. Wow. <laughs> it's year 1000, get it together. Year 1000. <laughs> so then, what do we do next? Are you involved with us now? What do you want to do next? I think he oh. wants to be involved but in a different oh, way, really? but I don't think we want that way. It's fine. Um... That's what goes nose goes. Wait, what is it? No, nose goes. Oh, oh, Mako. Uh, oh, mom. I wasn't in his list earlier, so I'm not included. Oh, that's fair. Oh, Lorel was the last one on the list. Do it for the group, Lorel. Oh. Oh. Of course, do it for the group, and that would be perfectly okay. But that's not what I've referenced here. I, I like to. Put- <laughs> I'm very interested in these relics. What yeah. what fighting skills do you have or magical skills? Does this always come to fighting with you and magic? You're not magic, are you? I'm going to take out my <laughs> my blood axe. If I cut you with this, I can make you bleed forever. <laughs> yeah, most weapons do. That's how weapons work, is it not? Tell us. This one is, uh, seems a smidge distraught today. Is it because of the loss of her horsey? horsey as yeah. She called? Apparently it was her best friend or whatever. Like, you weren't, but you know. You I'm not taking any that. that. <laughs> and I can literally turn <laughs> into a horse, and I'm going to cast Polymorph and turn into a horse. <laughs> I'm going to start crying, caressing your neck. Uh, and Colby has <laughs> right? I come to my face all the time. My face is not my best friend. So what are we doing? Well, you see, academically speaking, not everyone gets as attached to um, uh, inanimate objects as others. Inanimate? Whoa. Mine was real. My face speaks silver. You just said the Fae wasn't your best friend. Um. I understand. I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> so, down to, did you have any questions from me or any other insights into this? Because how do we get into the like things underneath Atros? Would you like to come spelunking with us? This is literally the first I've heard about things underneath Atros. 
I asked you, you asked me last time, you said, do you think that there are caves under here? And I said, I don't know. I don't know of any caves, but there could be, I suppose. Well, we think... Then you guys left for two days, and you came back today <laughs> talking like the caves, like that's... <laughs> the caves. So there are caves, I believe. So there's caves in the district. Intriguing. Do you think it would be of any use in helping us? How how deep are these caves? Math, ma'am. And is there a way into them where one wouldn't have to swim? Because books are a tendency to ruin in the water, and I imagine I would be less good books. without my books. Well, we do have a, you know, I, I'll just fucking say it. We have a bag of holding, so it wouldn't huh? be wet. Problem solving. I knew I liked this one's curly hair and vigor. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll take that. <laughs> Weird, but okay. Um, yeah, I'll take that. Um, so, basically what Anna is asking is, can you fight if need? That's what she's asking. Anna does a lot of the fighting anyway. That's true. Like, we can protect you if need be. But, I mean, could you hold your own? Possibly. Well, Just I do have these claws just naturally upon me, and if I get angry enough, I can dispel a small bit of ice from my uh, my my mouth that um, can make it quite cold. If you okay, could so enumerate that's... how much life force you had, what would that number be? <laughs> if I ranked myself with my HP, I suppose. <laughs> Let me address a book to see what that even means. Um, here, I have this one. It's called uh, Dungeons and Dragons, the Player's Handbook. It's about, a, <laughs> it's about a, a game that children play. <laughs> Alone in their basements for the moment. And he's just like read through it for a while. Did we break the third wall? Like, <laughs> 25 maybe? I don't know. That's pretty good. good. Keep me somewhat safe. I can address my books if you can keep them dry, and perhaps it might just come in handy at some point. We got. I would, when you I would take him. Well, no. if if the caves are underwater, he can't breathe underwater. We don't want to drown him. We have another thing. No, we don't. We'll just leave somebody behind. It'd be me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have no. We have multiple. No, we we, we bought two underwater breathing potions and we used them the same night we bought them to get to the uh, oh the thing no, stealthily. Let me see. <laughs> I suppose then, if you find an entrance in the future to these caves or find something interesting, maybe you invite me. Um, that's just I just would like to contribute in my way. Dafina's gonna like have fathom on the shoulder. Oh. Wait, what caves? <laughs> I, I thought I could have sworn we heard that there were caves under the Sapphire District. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably. Right, okay, just I, I don't always pay attention. Good. <laughs> Queen. Who um, did we hear though that from? <laughs> Fathom. Y'all, y'all went saw them, did you not? Did we see them? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Even know you've been talking about the caves like they're old news since you walked in here. Really, you really know how to make a guy feel like not part of the party. 
on if I remember where the caves were first brought up. Hey, guys. <laughs> guys. History. Hey, hello. Someone else roll. That's not hello. me. What else? What else? Yes. Um, water breathing. I'm a <laughs> druid. I can give you water breathing. It's fine. <clears throat> um, and you have it for I'm... 24 hours. Damn, a man of solutions. There's just something about you. This, this glint in your eyes. It reminds me of the goddess Saloon and the stars up above. Can you take it down like five notches? Lorel, I think he wants your vigor. Oh. <laughs> so where does Mako remember the caves? Oh yeah, Mako did roll a 20 to remember caves. Y'all, um, when you guys were climbing through that kelp forest, you, um, you might have seen an entrance to like a small cavern or cave into the Sapphire District, but more importantly, the um, the priest of Nadinas told you about caves underneath mm. the Sapphire District. That's okay. Thank you, Mako. Thank you. <laughs> we would literally be dead without you. <laughs> that is true. Um, I do want to just put some things into perspective. If all that has been said and written about these artifacts, these relics, are true, this prism holds a power unlike anything of the others. The others might give you advantage in situations um, such as a battle or something like that, but this, this, this prism can literally connect plane, uh, uh, worlds that are not connected or planes that are not connected. Meaning, if you can open the right one, enemies from some far-flung place could make their way right into the heart of Atros, if there really is um, a connection here. Okay. So, keep that in perspective as you journey through Atros in these next few moments. And if, if I could come along, I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't slow you down too much, I imagine. Bring some books, yeah. but not too many. But let me grab some books. <laughs> just um, starts we'll, grabbing. We'll come back. Um, we have to go buy a cat, actually. <laughs> he, he, hey, wait. He can, he can come along if you want. Yeah, you can come. Oh, but, like, I mean, if you want to, Laurel, y'all can stay and talk about your, your vigor. Oh, you're funny. You're really you're funny. funny. I mean, I'll say pretty much nothing until addressed because we aren't in the place that is, is normally related to me. So, I mean, I, I won't be a bother. <laughs> Like, if we're not in this room, I will say literally nothing unless addressed in some way. It, it, it's really just how I am. That, not, that's uh, really not weird, because that's exactly how Dafina and Calm Like Grade are. They're just really it's shy. Cool. I don't have a room. It's just a nice. room where I'm the main character. <laughs> crazy? Oh, God. No. I was crazy just, once. No. It lost so, me in a room. Nope. Out of, out of character, this dude's a hundred percent dead because I'm voicing him, right? Yeah, so not yeah. A yeah. yeah. He's more than twenty-five HP. He, he doesn't know what his HP is. He he he, he was. You asked him an absurd question. And just remember um, how you took control of the first uh, Flurg, and then he died, and then the one session where you took over so B could be a dragon. Um, he also died. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I blame B for that one, though. I don't know about that. <laughs> As we're standing too close to Bug or Kurt, or whichever one it was. And Shazana. Well, they both died. You, they both died. 
I was like five HP away from that. Yeah, you was almost um, out of here. With that, um, he is going to grab one history book related to each of the eight gods and just start like handing them to uh, Fathom, just like handing you book after book. <laughs> There's a slight squish noise as I don't think I got all of the water out. <laughs> oh, okay. Adam, <laughs> um, will you dump all the water out? Oh, yeah. I'll just turn the bag over and just say, water! And just pour it in the middle of this room. <laughs> um, remind me to leave a note for my, uh, my assistant to clean this up. I think there's like an inch of standing water now. Um... <laughs> But yes, if you want to leave, uh, Laurel, would you like to spend about 20 minutes with me before we continue on our journey? Um, wait. Bye, Laurel. What? Bye. Have fun. Uh, <laughs> Fathom leaves. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> let, 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 let's talk. Let's talk. is <laughs> going to leave the room, hesitate, look back and go, and then leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, Laurel, the door closes, and as you hear the kind of steps down the stairs, he goes over and opens up a book, and as he opens it, just a, a faint bit of, like, jazz music starts playing from the book. Oh, okay. um, and he uh, walks around lighting, like, different candles, and he says, <clears throat> So, have you been in Atro City long? Uh, about as long as them. Well, the clock and... is... We fade to black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing this out. <laughs> Let it happen. <laughs> um, next thing you guys know, Laurel comes walking down the stairs. Laurel, can you describe how you walk down the stairs? No. Um, <laughs> with a limp. No. Laurel. Was a bottom. <laughs> Well, the yeah. the okay, is is Welt coming with you guys? Did you officially invite them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's with us. So <laughs> Welt will certainly follow. Welt will be in a, a vest, like a, a nifty little vest and um pants that go down just to the calf. Like um like uh think like what the hobbits wore, what Frodo wore when he first mm -hmm. left the Shire. Full fledged, that's what he's wearing. High waters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, and where are we headed now? Um, uh, Pedro pet scowls. Oh yes, to get a pet. Pedro pet scowls. Oh. All right, you make your way all the way across, basically as far away as you possibly could in the city to Pedro's pet pet scowl, which is right, right there. Oh wow! Um, yeah, you approach a small, um, or like a moderately sized, kind of normal, um, in inconspicuous looking building. Um, it's a different color noticeably than all the other buildings around, um, and it seems to be kind of poorly kept up. But the outside it says Pedro's Pet Scow. Um, and was gonna walk in. Yeah, you walk in and like, you, you are immediately just hit with smell and sound as you look around and there are 
dogs, there are cats, there are llamas, there are, uh, there's a full, there's a cow that's just wandering around. It's, this isn't a very big building, and they're all just out in this building, like, walking around, wandering around, and, and right in the middle of them is a, uh, a shorter wood elf um, man, and he'll look up, and he has a frog on top of his head, and he's holding a dove in his hands and heading it, and he'll look up. Hello, and welcome to Pedro's Pascal. I am Pedro. And he'll continue petting uh, his dove. Do you guys think we should get the saddest cat that Pedro <laughs> has? Or the cutest one? I think the ease I think the one that looks easiest to take care of. The the one that is Pedro, do you have like an emotional support cat? My dear, I have everything. Yes, of course. And he'll gently toss the dove up in the air and it'll just start doing circles uh, around the room, this very small room. Uh, okay. And keeping the uh, toad, or the, the frog on his head, he will make his way, like, almost like parting the waters. You guys don't think you could walk around without stepping on animals. And he just kind of gently walks through, around and between these animals. Snakes. I mean, there are uh, spiders. Everything here. And he makes his way to a corner where there is a gigantic like Maine Coon type cat it has like long fur it's all kind of knotted and stuff and it, it it has the grumpiest look on its his, its face and he'll say here this is the best cat I have take it for your friend emotionally very supportive I'm gonna look at it and I'm gonna start crying because it reminds me of horsey why, why does it remind you of horsey <laughs> I'm it's <laughs> uh, how how much? This cat, this very fine cat, will be mm, ten gold pieces. It's a very fine cat. Good cat. Do you have other yeah. cats? I'm talking shoes. But this one is the finest. Can we see the other cats? You can look around. This is the cat I am presenting to you. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm going to hand over uh, a 15 gold. Keep it. Oh, he's so worth good. it. Uh, thank you very much. And he's going to tip the frog to you. Like, <laughs> uh, can I have some cat food with that, too? It is a cat. They eat pretty much anything you feed them, I think. All right. Have a wonderful day. What do the other cats look like? <laughs> and if this llama will start like kind of like snarling at you and spitting at you, Fathom. What? What? I, I'm sorry. I don't. I, I don't have a. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Why is it spitting at me? <laughs> I don't know. From around the llama, you can see a little black cat, um, a little orange cat, and then a pretty, like, very fat uh, Siamese cat that's sitting at the back where there seems to be kind of a cash register. It's buried under animals, but it's sitting on kind of the top of this pile of other animals. I want to. I want to pet the black cat. That makes sense. Yeah, it's sweet. Okay, that's all. I'll offer it a little bit of um, gross seed. <laughs> it, no. it will eat it. Because cats will eat anything you give them. Nice. 
<laughs> uh, and you can make your way out of uh, Pedro's pet scowl. All right, what's the uh, the plan now, team? I think we need to go back and give this cat to which one? Valen. 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 It's one of the two. I can't keep track. I always call it different ones every time. They both okay. have problems. Do we no. want to? Do we want to take Belt to the brink? It's kind of like a hideout. Oh. Um, what if I took the cat over there and you guys just did something else? Uh, since you addressed me slightly, I don't mind seeing your hideout. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we just, like, hang out away from where we're taking the cat and then wait for Anna to meet back up with us. <laughs> okay. I second that. All right. Uh, can everybody uh, roll me a quick D100? Everyone? Yep. <laughs> Lucky. I get a one in one hundred. I can use a, Oh, never mind. Mako's got what? it. Oh my god. Anna and Mako? What? How is that? The duality of man. Right? Not a one. And a one hundred. One is nuts. Also, back to back. Yeah. <laughs> what are the odds? Oh my gosh. <laughs> a nat one on a D100 means you're never getting your horsey back. I know. <laughs> Not me rolling a nat yeah, one yeah. having a minus to it, too. It was bad. So, so that like, yeah, so does that, like, even out DM? How does that work? You'll see. Uh, uh, so, as, so, Anna, you know your job now. You got to carry this cat to the, uh, the brink. <laughs> You no longer have a flying horse, so you just gotta kind of run. You make your way. You're sprinting across town, carrying this horse. And as you get over um, onto, like, the beach, you kind of have to take the beach over to the, the brink. Um, you start to trip in the sand, and you're like, I'm not worried about it. I'm in a... I don't fall. And then you kind of just keep tripping, and then you end up flying into the water, and your pouch with money in it goes falling into the ocean and is swept away. However much money you had on you, you have lost into the ocean. Uh, $515 gold? But the cat manages to jump out of your hands and avoid being smushed by you, but it does end up a little wet. What if I make Fathom go in the ocean and search for the gold with me? Well, Fathom's not there right now. <laughs> What if I go search for the gold? <laughs> sure. Give me an investigation. Not 20, not 20, not 20, not 20. I deserve it. I deserve it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you, you find a, a small piece of seaweed that seems to have been nibbled on. That's <laughs> Sorry, that's my bad. <laughs> no gold? Anna, would you like to lose anything else today? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
and the rest of you, you're just kind of like Shadows. sitting around, kind of hanging you out outside or loitering. Um, and uh, Mako, you're like looking around over the city, and all of a sudden you get smacked in the face by a piece of paper. You know, like cartoons when paper comes and sticks to your face in the wind. That's what happens, and you're you, know, you pull it off your your, your face. And, you have a ticket for the Atro City Atrimonious History Tour. That's what it says. On ticket. History tour? I'll yeah. show it to Welt. That's his name? Oh, oh yeah. Well, you're bringing me back into this again today. Wow. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, um, this is actually a pretty interesting tour. I've, um, moonlighted as a tour guide myself. Uh, it would be worth your time if you're interested at all in the history of, uh, the great god Atrimonius himself, who, you know, created elves in the first civilization of, of any existence of men. This wouldn't happen to, like, apply to what we're trying, like, working on right now, would it? I don't know, you might learn something, but more importantly, they do offer snacks as part of the ticket price. And you really you can't uh, you can't put a price on snacks. When is it? <laughs> uh it just says admit one. Seems like you might just take it to the place. Oh. Uh Okay. Is it handwritten? How, how long is it? It is, yeah. Very nice handwriting, though. Which means mom can replicate it. <laughs> oh, I could. Right, yeah, I could try. Is someone laughing in the background of someone? Yeah, that's Maria. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her we said hi. She says hi, mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say hi. Because they know you're being ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, we didn't say that. We didn't say that. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. If you want to ask, well, how long it is, well, would know how long the, the. Yeah. How how long is this tour? Well. Oh, the tour will take you a cool hour and a half, hour fifty, if you count the snack break halfway through. Which again is really what makes it worth it. Um. But they'll take you around. Um. Some theoretical important sites around the city. Mostly they'll just take you to a place where you can view the statue of Atrimonius from above, um, like up on a hill a little bit, and they'll point at it and they're like, look at that, how cool it is. And then they'll take you to the statue to show you that as well. It's pretty difficult to get over there usually because of the whole, you have to go through the gates and everything, but uh, they'll take you over there, let you see it, let you stand on the lighthouse next to it. It is a delightful time. You learn a lot. And... Do not let me undersell the, the the wonder that is the snacks. <laughs> and as he as they they harp on the snacks one more time, um, uh, Anna will come up uh, back up to this up the stairs to the group of you. Guys, I lost all my money. And that was just... <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Great, because I got a free tour. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Mom. Well, you have some money. I well, gave you. You had money. I don't have it anymore. But it's gone. I don't know if we have enough. 
<laughs> but I hate it. it was phenomenal. <laughs> Don't make me oh. say it to you too. <laughs> oh, that was over time. You guys, this was fun. All right. <laughs> um, I'll I'll give it a two hundred. Okay. Oh, you're hot. I, I hate it here. <clears throat> I wasn't, nothing was going to happen. It was going to go by quickly, but you both, how did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, those are crazy. <laughs> crazy rolls. You want to try and forge? 1% forge. chance rolls. Yeah. Okay. Um. So right now, what what are we thinking? What's the, what's the next move? It's kind of late afternoon. You've walked all over the city at this point. Does the uh, admit one have like a date on it? Like, is it for today or is it just like a general like come in, just, come in? And, okay. It kind of seems like you can take it over to them whenever. Okay, we might be able to buy other tickets, um, and we just got lucky with one free one. Yeah, we could buy one. Good idea. <laughs> or most stupid. <laughs> and I can now too because we gave her more money to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's go buy some more tickets and go on a tour. All right, I think that this is a good place to uh, stop it for today. On your way to the uh, Atro City, Atrimonious History Tour. The ticket will have an address of where you're supposed to go to. I was so excited for today's session. <laughs> it went really well. Yeah. Did it? Hey, you, you took my card and then you took yeah. my money. Nobody died for dozens and dozens of people. Yeah. No one important died because they died for the sake of our political message. Well, it, it's kind of crazy to think that the plane that a demon horse would take you to wouldn't be friendly, right? Like that doesn't make any sense. We <laughs> play that. <laughs> I love you so much. I'm sorry. I didn't even give her a chance. But on a D100 and a D20, you cumulatively rolled eight. Do <laughs> <laughs> not once stay at the worst times, honestly. Yeah. Like, the thing is, you could have passed the hideous laughter uh, chat, uh, check. You what just did rolled I a nat one. What I think it was a, either 13 or 15. Uh, if it was... It was more than a nat one. Was, if it was not a nat one, were you parsing? <laughs> I mean, if you pass the check... Different things might have happened, but you failed the check. But if it wasn't a nat one, if I rolled like a seven. Oh, you still would have been yeah, in the same exact okay. situation. It wasn't because you rolled a nat one. That was just added to the pain of the whole thing, I suppose. <laughs> you found the joke hilarious nonetheless. <laughs> I forget what the joke was. It was an ethereal plane joke. It was never going to make sense. <laughs> how many strong press does it take to tie an ethereal knot? Seven. 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 Hilarious on the ethereal plane. Real. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. He's like my horse. Yeah. It was actually his horse first. He was very clear on that. <laughs> it was Cassius. It was Cassius. Not horsey slash night shade slash nightmare. Nightmare. <laughs> you just name it what it is. <laughs> yeah. Nightshade is what she said its actual name was, but then never Horsey. once called it Nightshade. What? Never. Okay. Nightmare is what it was. Horsey <laughs> is what it went by. Cassius was his given name. It, had, it went by many names, you know. It's one of those. It's, it was, yeah, he was known by many names to many people. 
I guess I survived, though. So, out of perspective for everyone else, every time Inna didn't have Nightmare called, Cassius was back with this guy for five days at a time, just chilling <laughs> with this guy, living his little horse life, and then would randomly just get sucked to Enna, basically. <laughs> Dang. I kind of get why he's upset then. <laughs> right? <laughs> Nightmare seemed fine with it. Nightmare seemed great. And how long was the... Uh, how long did the... Uh, Conjuration last? Um, it lasted till it died, I think. Oh, I oh 24 wow. hours or until it died, I think. And then once it that happened, it just immediately um, returned to the shape of a um, statue and, and went back to the ethereal plane. Something like that. It's on the actual description of the yeah, it's not on thing. This. All in all, the great session, you guys. I felt like that, all things considered, as bad as that could have gone with all of you guys getting... Um, fried with acid and fire in the center of the city. You did not. It did. Yeah. <laughs> I think you so, handled it really well. That was one of your smoother um, or like missions. You I mean Lorel didn't mess it up, <laughs> right? You know, I'll take that. I'll take Lorel because... Lorel healed you once. Okay, too. but he really messed up a heist <laughs> one time. I, I one did. Two kids who were sleeping and well and invisible. Well, as an invisible, invisible giant eagle terrifying them forever. <laughs> if you were in any other circumstance, what Laurel was doing would have been very sketchy. He was just sprinting yep. around like after the invisible horse. So he's sprinting mm. in this erratic pattern through the city. <laughs> yeah, no context for anyone else to understand it, but right. for him. I feel like they didn't care, though. No, yeah. there was a lot happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Think on what you guys want to do like immediately next session. Feel free to talk about it. I know it's kind of open-ended for the next few days. So if you guys have some ideas of what you're going to do, obviously you're on your way to the tour right now. Um, but kind of like immediate next steps, what you're thinking. And yeah. all. You have no idea when Crankle Post is getting there either. You know that they <laughs> wouldn't do it delivered that day, but there's no timetable on that. Oh no. Oh, he might get stopped at the gate too. Probably yeah. be on the lookout. Well, Definitely sacrifice himself for the cause. <laughs> I guess is no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. What if we have him just drive the boat straight into the gate and just like? Oh my god! And then I just hit, I just hit <laughs> with elephant, uh, with um guiding bolt and just blow up the whole ship. Yep. You're comes to a warehouse, Lorel. You could do it to a bridge, right? That's chaotic evil. <laughs> Chaotic evil. No, that's chaotic. Hey, that's why he doesn't have the bow. <laughs> wait, 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 are you telling me it wouldn't be? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Every, everybody is telling you that. Give <laughs> me that. Sorry. Oh, I don't like it. Is that the next session there? No, it is not. It is not. <laughs> name thank you though yeah this was in dragon hood everyone everyone awesome. say bye to the recording bye, bye recording, recording.